Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean. This is the Michael Dean Show. Joining me today, Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer. How are you? I'm on one leg. That's how I am. Dang, one leg, one leg. <laughs> lucky just to have just one leg. Where's my hat? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, wel- wel- uh, welcome, Hop Along Cassidy. Also joining us, Mr. Ant Poos, or how are you? I'm doing okay. I had a health scare this week. Um, as you get older, like my aunt, dearly departed aunt, once said, guard your health. Um, so it's hot down here, up in the 90s and humid. And I was taking some medication that uh, really, that makes me run to the pee a lot. So between it being hot, peeing a lot, and not drinking enough water, your boy was dehydrated. I had to get an IV. I went into the to the the doctor on Thursday and I told him all the symptoms and they were like, "How much water you been drinking?" I was like, "You know, I ain't been drinking a lot." Hmm. They're like, "Ah, he was like, ah, damn boy, we gonna get you an IV." <laughs> damn. I was having headaches, nausea. I just was tired. I don't know how I got so much work done, but you know, I guess your boy's a soldier. But uh, yeah, um, be careful out there. It's amazing how water can uh, affect your health or not. And on the bright side, um, I know I'm going to get a couple of sellouts from the, the boys on the panel, but mm-hmm. your boys went to the dark side. I am a 10-share owner of Disney stock. I got oh, tired of them, uh, you know, because I, I talk a gang of shit about Disney sometimes. But hey, <laughs> get your paper, man. <laughs> hey, it made $5 per share. That's about 50 bucks, oh, you know. There you go. <laughs> But yeah, um, my EA stock has been taking a beating. I decided, you know what? F um, waiting. Let me just sell that and got me some Disney stock and I got me uh, some Netflix stock. So I'm going to see how that works. Okay, oh, man. That is Bobby Axelrod on. Okay. Hilarious. <laughs> I can see the Twitch or is it TechCrunch headline now. EA, oh. EA employee says F waiting and buy divestify. <laughs> Divests and goes into <laughs> Disney. Uh, hey, Anthony, we fair. have a meeting with you this morning on Monday morning. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> Disney is doing well. Yeah, uh, right. Right. campaigning. Huh? <laughs> go hey, Disney, I, go team. I ain't, I ain't mad Yay. at you. So, so now um, all the movie releases, you're gonna be, you know, first day dollars, and you're not gonna be saying, "Well, I don't know why y'all tripping about Black Panther." Ain't a black. Yep. <laughs> first of all, first of all, yeah, I'm gonna be pumping the first day dollars. Yes, you want to get that box office high. I'm, but I ain't gonna be caping. I'll call them out where I see fit. I don't work for them. I'm just trying to make some money off of them. Well, I'm not mad. Well, see, the thing is, it it is a difference. You're right because all the other times we just be talking shit. Now you got money, possible money coming, so I can't hate on it. Like that would make sense. Like if if you was caping or, you know pumping it up i would have said yeah he got money coming so I, that makes a lot of sense to me as opposed to if we ain't getting a ain't getting a dime and we the first one we, we pulling a morris oh wait was it a jerome when morris about to step in the mud he threw a cape, <laughs> you know <laughs> now, don't talk about that, that disney now <clears throat> but anyway well good good for you man good for you but business as i always man. say um it's always smart to put some money in it as much and as as long as possible all right, all right. I'm still waiting on that Popeye's IPO, but it'll come. It'll come. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, speaking of Marvel, let's get into uh, Marvel. Had uh, finally had their slate, movie slate, or just content slate uh, announcements last week at Comic Con. We didn't do a show last week, so here's an opportunity to talk about some of that. Um, some exciting things going on there. Uh, so just real quick, I want to kind of go through these and kind of get you guys' uh, quick opinions or reactions to these. Um, so first up, and I'm going by date here, not in terms of how they were announced on the show. Uh, but uh, so 0501-2020, uh, we have the uh, release of the Black Widow movie. Uh, any thoughts on that? Me personally, I think they're about three years late on that. Um, they still have this this agenda, and I'm, and I'm saying the agenda, not that I'm not saying it as a bad thing. I feel like they saw with Black Panther, they saw with Captain Marvel that really, and they actually even before that, they saw with Wonder Woman, they saw that having these agenda type films and being able to push the first. Uh, woman superhero film, the first black superhero film, they were able to galvanize those people in those communities to come out and make these big events because they realized um, if you get these films making a billion dollars, which they all did, they're going to make more, which you're seeing with Marvel. So I see them late because after Winter Soldier, they should have greenlit a Black Widow film. People were like dying for it. Now, because spoilers, they killed her. I'm not excited to see it. I understand that they're going to have Taskmaster in there. And if you know the character from the comics, you'd probably be excited for him. They're going to be talking about Bucharest, which was something uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye referenced many a time. That's supposed to be so dope that we're going to see. But overall, like my interest in that film is just kind of low. And I'm just going to go see it, to, you know, because I'm a comic book fan and I'm going to hopefully get a free screening of it. And, and you are a uh, stockholder. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. But, you know. <laughs> All right. Um, Big Sexy. You excited for Black Widow? And, and let's also keep in mind, this is actually the next movie that will be released. Uh, so we have a, a little wait here. But, uh, that, yeah, this is the next uh, Marvel movie to come down at us. Sure, I'm glad you pointed out the, uh, the, the calendaring of this. So Marvel to be essentially dark for the next nine or ten months. That's just bad business. Now, having said that, Black Widow, I'm, I'm with, man, it's a prequel. Yeah, yeah. I do want to see the Taskmaster, though, because I'm going to assume, and I also read that her husband, late husband, the Red Guardian, is going to be in this as well. Whose and husband? <clears throat> Black Widow's. I didn't even know she was married. <laughs> Back in, yes, the Red Guardian was her man back in the day. The Russian equivalent to Captain America. Now, I'm going to go ahead and assume that Taskmaster is going to be training her at some point or training a bunch of flunkies, but there is no way Hawkeye or Widow can take Taskmaster. No way. So I'll see what they do, do with him. But, you know, again, it's a year out. they got a lot of time to, to tinker with it. All right. Uh, if, for myself personally, you know, I'm ho-hum about it. I've, I will be there day one as I am with all the other ones. Um, it seems like that's an odd choice to sort of kick things off. I mean, we just came off of Spider-Man and now we got to wait till next year. 
and it's going to be Black Widow. Okay, but we'll see. I guess we'll see what the marketing is like leading up to that. Usually they have some sort of, uh, what do I want to say? There's some sort of theme to the marketing or something. I'm curious, is, are we going to find out her real story or something? I don't, so I'm very curious how they're going to present this movie to us to get everybody excited about it. Um, you know, so, but well, I guess we'll find out next year. Um, the next thing, hold it, hold, oh, go ahead. hold it, hold go it. Ahead. I don't want Marvel to make the mistake that a lot of big popular bands have made. And by saying, well, we're going to take a year off and come back. And when you're, when you're gone so long, the landscape will change, you know? So I hope Marvel doesn't, isn't making that same misstep that a lot of bands have made. Trying to think, when does the I guess I'm look, when does the Wonder Woman movie come out? Um, so that's next year. Wonder Woman two. Yeah, nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm just very curious where that falls in relation. So it comes out June the fifth, and so it actually comes uh, after Black Widow. So that's DC's next entry. Is the Wonder Woman film? No, first is Joker in November, Joker. I think. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't count that as part of. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Joker themselves will tell you that it's not part of it. So, why why give them that uh, respect? Well, and again, let me be clear. I'm I'm saying that in terms of it's not connected to any of the, you know the so-called DC movie universe. Uh, now, who knows? That movie could come out and shock the game. We have no, you know, what I mean, I have no idea. This seems the way they're trying to play it. They seem to think it will in some degree, but but aside from that, in terms of your standard superhero movie, in terms of what DC has to offer, and, and is very similar in theme, would be the Wonder Woman 1984, and that comes out. So I guess that comes out after. So you need to be very curious. They're going to be hyping these movies pretty close to each other, um, but uh, I don't. I don't. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. It's a long time for no, uh, it no hero movies. It, well, well, before that time, Disney uh, Disney Plus starts this year, right? No, in November, is that right? I think so. Yeah. Yep. So they're dropping. That's sort of you know they're putting all their they're banking on that to sort of tide us over. Um, but but we'll get to that. Um, so speaking of what they have next year for fall twenty twenty. And it's going to be on Disney Plus is the the Falcon Winter Soldier TV series. Of course, it's yes. uh, with Anthony Mackie. And what, I don't even what's my guy's name. What's the other guy's name? Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Sebastian. That's the code. Sebastian. Sebastian Stan. Um, big sexy. What's your thoughts on this show? You know, I am all in on this one because of the little time they've had together on screen. You can see an odd couple pairing here. You know, they've both been trained by the man, Captain America. And the only thing that concerns me is how they integrate Falcon having the shield. Because if you read it in the books, that didn't work out at all. You know, so we, we will see what, what they do with that. I'm not saying Falcon can't be Cap. Obviously he can. But... Is there going to be jealousy? Well, it be Captain America. I mean, soldier. Are we doing any of that nonsense? I hope the show doesn't revolve around the shield. Because I think these two characters can stand on their own and have a great book, book great series. Well, the shield is in the title of the show. So. I'm looking right at it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it does tie into it. But 
All right. Uh, Ampu. Uh, again, I guess I want to know some more information about what this series is going to be about. Is it going to be, <clears throat> I'm, I'm assuming it's definitely after uh, the, the, the events of Endgame. And I'm hearing that uh, Baron Zemo is going to be on there. Zemo. I'm sorry. I want you know, to get the nerds coming at me on that. Um, I'm hoping that what this is going to lead to is hopefully a MCU film um, debut of the Masters of Evil. And I know uh, that will really excite Mark because that might lead to Thunderbolts, which I think would be an excellent TV series because of the concept of these supervillains pretending to be superheroes because if they can make more money pretending to be superheroes. But right. overall, um, I don't like either one of the actors that much. So this is going to be kind of hard for me to watch because they just not they just don't do much for me. I'm hoping that um, the fact that it's going to be a TV series, they have enough time to really highlight highlight them and put out their personalities and make for some interesting situations. But in the the brief time that I've seen them on screen in Civil War and Winter Soldier, they haven't really done much for me. So I, we'll see. See, I disagree because I think how they introduced Falcon was great, and he had a good sense of humor, and he was about that work. I, I liked him, and the way that Winter Soldier snatched the shield out, out of midair, I'm like, there it is. That's the bad apple in the barrel right there. That's all I needed to see. Now, what was interesting, I was watching uh, Jody's Corner, and they had this huge debate about how they didn't want um, they didn't want it to be a situation where Falcon could easily throw Cap's shield. He doesn't have the superhuman strength to be able to pull off the uh, uh, some of the tricks that Cap did with that shield. And to me, I'm just thinking like, okay, I think there are bigger things that we should be worried about than trying to say that Falcon doesn't have the strength to throw a shield. Well, he can throw it. it just he just can't throw it well, you know. Because the shield isn't like super heavy or anything like that. I don't think it's a strength thing. I think it's, it's a, a skill thing, and that just he hasn't had a chance to develop it yet. Yeah, it, it, I, I'm going to obviously, the day it goes live, <laughs> start watching. I'm very curious to see. I'm curious to see the quality of the show, like how it stacks up to the movies, since they're using the movie characters and the, the actors and stuff. So I'm going to be very much like, okay, does this feel like a Marvel movie? So I'm very curious to see. I don't think we've never had sort of a high-level TV show that comes from a giant movie franchise uh, and, and, you know, see the quality not dip or something that's connected, you know, you know like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Inhumans, which I never even watched. But, so I'm curious now that they're really taking this serious, how it transitions to that does it feel like the movies uh and of course i'm curious to see what these characters are gonna do but uh so yeah i'm very interested to watch this uh i hope it's good yeah. i hope it's good yeah, my belief is is that with kevin feige leading these tv series which is going to be different than what we got with agents of shield even with the netflix series that's the um the production is going to be different and then on top of that this is supposed to be one of the anchors of the Disney Plus, which they're trying to build up their subscriber base. So, yeah, you're putting out Marvel shows, but when you've had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and when you've had the Netflix shows, which a lot of people enjoy, even though uh, low-key 
people were talking about that viewership wasn't all that good after the the first two seasons, there's going to be the expectation that you have to blow it out of the park because you need that market share with your streaming service as well as to siphon from Netflix. Yeah, I, I would agree. And, and as I as I saw from a TV show, which we'll talk about later, The Boys, uh, you got to come with your A game. Right. <laughs> you just took that right out of my head, man. Competition iron. <laughs> But all right. Uh, so next up, uh, coming on November the 6th of 2020. 2020 is going to be a heavy year. Uh, the Eternals movie, uh, which I know is a huge cast like Angelina Jolie, uh, Paperboy, <laughs> uh, uh, Salma Hayek. Uh, <laughs> is that how it's going to say in the credits? Hey, Sorry, <laughs> that's how we Angelina always Jolie. Go. Hey, well, that's, hey, how, that's how we do our people. Every time uh, my man, it was, oh, they go eat. They got EZs in this movie. Yeah, you know, we, we call them by the, oh, Dre's in this one? Like, there's that, that show that's on Showtime right now with Kevin Bacon starring MC Ren is in. That's how I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, this is the actor got his name, but to me, he always going to be MC Ren. So, oh, I got Ren got a little gig, okay. But anyway, The Eternals is coming. Listen, I am, again, highly interested in this this is a uh, story i'm not very familiar with these characters i never read any of these books or i've only seen them sort of in the background of other things i may have read over the years so i don't know nothing about this to me this reminds me of when they did guardians of the galaxy or i knew very little about what i was going to see and and at the time i was blown away by it i'm very curious how this one uh, is going to be presented to us. Uh, the only thing I will say about this, they're definitely tripling down on the diversity casting, <clears throat> which I'm cool with, but as much as uh, the emphasis is on to make sure that everyone is sort of represented, just as long as the story's dope and it's a great level, a great, great movie, then that's cool. But I don't want that type of stuff to overshadow like, Still got to make a dope ass movie. Yeah, you got the Asian guy, the black guy, the Mexican. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. And the, I think there's a person on here who's uh, a sister. Actually, she's uh, deaf, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so that's cool. But I'm just like, okay, I see what Marvel. Anyone that can say Marvel ain't really trying to push this whole sort of. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You know, definitely trying to show everybody in their movies. To me, they like so blatant about it. But again, as long as the movies are good, I'm I'm cool with it. Uh, Big Sexy, what is your take on the Eternals? And give us a little backstory on this as well, if you can. Well, the Eternals started in '76, I believe. It was a Jack Kirby book, and the thing is, I am pretty knowledgeable of the entire Marvel history, but I never read an Eternals. It never talked to me. I I know the lead character. Icarus, I hope I'm doing that right, and I don't know anything about them other than the, the the character Cersei was an Avenger for a minute, and the Eternals do something that is called the Uni Mind, where they all like get together and have like a, a singular mind state. Uh, there was a relaunch of the book back in 2006 or seven, nah, maybe 2008 or nine by Neil Gaiman. I have that first issue read it and could not make any heads or tails out of it because that's more probably along Neil Gaiman's style 
than the characters. So this is like you said, Mike, this is like Guardians, because when the Guardians film was announced, those aren't the Guardians that I know. This is a whole new group of people. They changed Star-Lord. They did all these other things. So with Eternals, it's to me, it's a blank slate. Let's see what they can do with it. All right, and Poop. Yeah, uh, I don't know much about the Eternals other than I'm trying to figure out, because I'm, I'm looking on Wikipedia and I heard elsewhere that Thanos is an Eternal from Titan, right, Mark? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, when you start talking the people from Titan and the Eternals, there is some type of lineage there, you know, because I'm thinking Star Fox and um, Mentor and these other cats, uh, Drax, but I, I don't know how strong that link is between mm. the two. Yeah, so th- I was hoping that because it, it appears that this is going to be in the cosmic MCU, so I, I'm thinking that they're probably going to base, even though the characters they have are that I'm seeing are supposed to be Earth-based Eternals, that these are going to be the Titan or the cosmic-based Eternals. Just... Uh, I'm going to be excited about this, much like Guardians of the Galaxy, because I haven't read these um, comic books. So when I go into the film, I'm not going to go in there with this judgmental. That's not canon. That's not canon. Didn't do that in the book. Why did they change that? I I can't do that. I would have no idea. So so I'm I'm happy about that. But the other thing that has me worried about, I'm just thinking to myself, like, why are you coming up with these characters, especially when you have... The Fantastic Four and the X Men, which I'm sure we're going to get into later, at your disposal. I, to me, I just and it's like far be it from me to to question the judgment of Kevin Feige because I mean they worked with Guardians of the Galaxy, you know they made that pop off. I mean hell, they got Iron Man and Captain America, um, then Thor to be damn near A list characters. So who am I to doubt them? But I'm just looking at. Eternals, and I'm not hyped about this. The The fact that they have the diversity in it, that's good. Um, I'm all for it. Clearly, they, they're they they're about that agenda, and that agenda is going to drive their box office. But overall, I'm, I'm not excited for this. I, I'm hoping that as we get closer to the release, they've given us more details and hopefully painting the picture of overall how the Eternals fit in the MCU. Because right now, I just think it's their attempt at having another cosmic team because the Guardians of the Galaxy cast decided to uh, show their ass, and they're like, okay, we need to have some um, some backup in case this happened again. <laughs> all right. I didn't think about it like that. Um, all right. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. The other thing is that I was thinking of is the fact that DC announced another Kirby um, book, The New Gods. And this might could be a, a middle finger to them. Oh, that we're going to beat you to the box office with a Kirby cosmic story. Yeah. Again, New Gods to me is like Eternals. I just don't know enough about them. You know, I just put a picture of uh, Avengers 247, and you can see there is Star Fox, and there is Cersei, and this character on the right, I don't know who that is, but they did mention him. I think that's a character that's going to be played by the black woman in, okay. the, uh, in Eternals. <clears throat> All right. And that's, a, that's the limit of my knowledge of them right there at that issue all right so after the eternals movie uh so so 2020 
so far, we're getting Black Widow, the Falcon, Winter Soldier, and then the Eternals. All right. Uh, now, after that, in 2021, in February, which is early in the year, we're going to get the movie with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Well, that title sounds so like old school uh, type of title. This is, uh, what, what's he called in the comic books? Is that his name, Shang-Chi? Yeah, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. So this is sort of Master Marvel, of Kung Fu. Master of Kung Fu. Yeah, this is Marvel's uh, first, I guess, Kung Fu, karate, ass kicking movie. Uh, you know, taking a character again. For me, it's a low level character. I've I've heard of him before. I've never bought any of the books per se, but I, you know, I know. To me, in my mind, it's a Bruce Lee knockoff <laughs> type of a character. Uh, but now they're going to you know, bring in this to, to the screen. The villain in this is the Mandarin. There's uh, the hook. Yeah, and we saw a uh, a fake Mandarin, I guess. And was that Iron Man 2 or 3? Yeah. 3. Two. 3. 3. Okay, it was 3. Hey, I want to see what they come up with. I love kung fu type movies. So if, if the action is... You know, off the, t- you know, if it's raw and the cat's is getting it in, I'm there off the jump, you know, especially I'm like, if I was like, yo, yo, Feige, man, just go on and hire them cats from the raid. Uh, let them do the choreography, man. And let's get this money. You could take this to the next level because they got people that can really get down out there. I don't know how this ties into the other Marvel stuff the avengers or anything like that but it's very curious to see them going in this direction with this um and at this point again it none of these movies are going to come off of the avengers so they're all kind of coming off of unknown properties as a to me it's a very interesting play uh for marvel at this point to see just how successful these movies are when they're not anchored against you know some some event that we know and of course the you know the box office staples that they have the the, the captain america and the iron man's and the thors and all that these seem to not be tied to any of that on the surface so i'm very curious how they are going to present these uh and Poo, what's your thoughts on shang chi well when i first heard it announced <clears throat> i'm sorry you can't hear me yeah yeah no, i'm throwing in my stereotypical what was that? Oh. Okay, I thought I fucked up. Anyway, when I first heard it announced again, I'm thinking, okay, why this character? What the hell? This doesn't make any sense because, I mean, he doesn't have, in my opinion, a dope power set. He doesn't have a compelling backstory that most of the other characters they got. I mean, I call Captain America and Iron Man C-list, but, dang, they they have something to work with, in my opinion. Now, I say all that, and I know absolutely nothing about Shang-Chi other than apparently he was this dope uh, 70s martial arts comic book character. But I get it on multiple fronts. One, they're going to put out the first Asian uh, slash Asian-American superhero in an MCU film. Two, they're going to be able to tap into the Asian market, more specifically the China market. And his three is just overall, it's going to be a different type of genre of film. And we saw when they got away from 
um, the, the the MCU uh, template and with, with Winter Soldier, which was a spy espionage film. It worked. They went with Ant-Man with a, uh, a comedy heist. It worked. They went with Guardians of the Galaxy, this uh, space opera. It worked. So, again, I guess in Feige, we trust. Um, the thing was, and uh, the, uh, one of the guys on Discord, Victor Chan, he, he kind of smacked me on the head and said, yeah, that's stupid thinking. Because I was thinking, okay, yeah, they're going to have to get the guys from the Ray. They're going to make it an old school Hong Kong uh, action flick because they're going to really try to get a billion dollars for this film in China. And he's, he made a damn good point that made me think, like, I'm stupid. He's like, well, why, is, why are the Chinese going to run out and see a film that's based on their films when they get hundreds, if not thousands of those films made by them exactly. every year? And I'm like, oh. Yes. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm sure they're going to go out and get that similar action style because, in my opinion, it would be foolish not to if you're going to have it there. But as far as giving a Hong Kong, authentic Hong Kong film, I'm starting to have doubts that that might be the best thing to do, only for the sense that it might not sell well in China. And if and there's a lot and people are like, well, fuck China, nah, no. China. If you make if you make a, a, a Asian, I'm sorry, I'm not sure what the race of the of, I think is Simon Chu, I believe his name. I'm not sure what race he is, but I'm quite sure if you get a Chinese actor to be in a Marvel film, there's a potential to make a billion dollars in China alone. So we'll see how this goes. But yeah, I'm excited. Uh, unfortunately, from a stereotypical point of view, because I want that old school Hong Kong martial arts film, even though it might not work in China. So I'm looking for, I'm lukewarm looking forward to this. All right. Big Sexy. Well, like you said, this character debuted in around 74 uh, in special Marvel edition number 15. And in 74, that was the height of you know, Saturday afternoon kung fu theater films, and of course the real Bruce Lee films as well. So that's where they got this guy. I don't recall him interacting with any other characters. Maybe a little Iron Fist, maybe some Luke Cage, but as far as the Avengers or the heavy hitters, I don't, I don't recall that. Also, this character legend has it is the son of Fu Manchu. We don't know. Now, again, the villain in this film is, based on the title alone, could be the Mandarin. Now, if they do the Mandarin right, instead of that nonsense in Iron Man 3, this could be a franchise here. Because the Mandarin is that guy. Ten rings of all whip-ass. And Shang-Chi, unless he, he's like any, any other type of... Uh, martial artist or um, grappling type of person, if he doesn't put his hands on you, <laughs> he can't do anything to you. And ain't no way he's getting up on the Mandarin anyway. And plus, the Mandarin is a karate master himself. So there's going to be a lot of ass whipping in this movie. And I'm looking forward to it. Oh, uh, well, to give you some more information, they've already casted um, this guy, uh, Tommy Chung. I hope I'm saying it right. C-H-E-U-N-G. He's going to be the Mandarin. So that's confirmed. All right. Now, I'm, I'm assuming maybe the film is about searching for those 10 rings. 
But I, I'm hoping, I, and which is so funny because I've had these arguments with some people like, Mandarin is a whack character. Why people want to see you? I'm like, dude, those yeah. 10 rings. Mandarin's I bad. See, I want to see that in action. And then on top of that, he, he can kick ass too in martial arts. Oh, man. It's like, I mean, of course he's not. He's not. But I'm just saying. It's like with Thanos. He got the, he has the Infinity Stones. But then we saw in Endgame, he don't need them Infinity Stones to whip all the bitches' asses. That's right. That's right. I'm curious how they, I don't know much about this character. What is this character's power, Shang-Chi? His power is he is, just like the title says, the master of Kung Fu. Well, the title of this the movie doesn't master. say, but, but well, so, so he's a he's a kung fu master, but he's not. Does master. he have superpowers, or he's just like Bruce nope. Lee? Just like Bruce Lee. Oh, okay. See, yeah, I'm I'm curious how they're going to introduce. Do they give him an origin type of story? If he doesn't have any powers and he's just a highly trained badass, is that essentially what it is? Well, Hawkeye got no powers. No, no, I'm I, right. I'm, I'm, but I'm saying about him. So he doesn't have superpowers. He's just a highly yep. trained dude. Okay. Maybe he'll be Asian Batman or something. Got it, got it. Yeah, because I'm, I'm so like so far, you know, uh, Black Widow. She doesn't have any superpowers. Uh, we already know about Falcon and Winter Soldier. The Eternals are cosmic aliens, sci- science fiction stuff. I get that. So this guy is just a human, kicking ass. I, I guess my point is, I'm curious how you know they still have to like introduce these characters like how did they get their powers or why didn't we hear about them before so for him i guess it would make sense why we didn't hear about him before because he couldn't have did shit no way <laughs> like I mean, you know what i mean instead of, you know, instead of just being a kung fu or something but he wasn't gonna be called through the portal out the blue so uh very curious about how how that character works uh, uh quick Go a quick Google search. Um, the car- uh, the actor Simon, Simon uh, Lee. He is Chinese. Chinese Canadian. Okay. All right. So cool. they got that going for him. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I, we we know what Marvel's doing. <laughs> uh, but uh, so next up, spring twenty twenty one, WandaVision. And this is the uh, Disney Plus, another Disney Plus TV show, and this is uh, Scarlet Witch and vision uh this picks up after uh in game so somehow vision i don't know if he's coming back to life or what's going on there but i'm sure that will be explained uh the title graphic of this has a very uh was it like a 50s was like a car? 50s like car refrigerator type yeah oh. so that's an interesting aesthetic to to put out there i don't know is this movie gonna be flashback or something Curious to see what they do with this. Again, I'm very curious with these TV shows. Uh, uh, there was a, They're going to have a, another character in this. The girl who plays... Is it the black girl that was a little girl in Captain Marvel? She's going to be yes, an adult. Monica Rambeau. And doesn't she become like Captain Marvel or something like that? Yes. And uh, Photon and Mark can help me out on her other alias names. Okay. Well, she was Captain Marvel. She was Photon. Uh, there was one more. I can't think of it, but I liked her best as Captain Marvel, but obviously she can't be that now. But we'll see what they do with her. And her power set is serious if they stick to the book. And how does she get powers? I'm curious. I don't know her origin, uh, but I do know that she can transform into any type of energy, be it gamma rays, 
electric, electromagnetic, uh, cosmic rays, x-rays, whatever. Mm. She's serious. Well, Wikipedia says trying to prevent the creation of a dangerous weapon, Rambo was exposed to extra dimensional energy. As a result, she was thereafter able to convert her body to energy. Okay. Uh, quick, quickly, what's thoughts on uh, WandaVision uh, and Pooh? I, <laughs> um, depend on how they, they begin this, because, you know, there's a lot of fan f- fiction out there, fan stories and theories that saying that when uh, there, there was a moment in Infinity War where um, Shuri was uh, wrapping up something before she bounced, before the um, the Dark Order came into that room as she was trying to remove the stone. They were saying that she copied Vision's essence and his 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 memories or his his, uh, his consciousness onto a disc, and that they're going to create a new body for him. Um, I'm I'm interested to see how they bring that back. Once, although I'm a little bothered by the fact that nobody stays dead. I'm like, come on, MCU, let's not get like the comics. Make this, make these things stick. Uh, and but overall, I I do like Wanda. I, I like um, how they've depicted her in the three films that we, well, four films that we've seen her in. The fact that she does have this dark past. The fact that she was coming to, to grips with her power and her her, her humanity. I'm just kind of confused about how this the whole story is going to go. But I'll be definitely tuned in to watch it. And I want to see they better make uh, give Monica Rambeau her powers as well. One tweet I saw out there was saying that how they bring Vision back, but he's kind of he he doesn't have his memory of her, and it's kind of bothering her, and that Wanda uh, blames the Avenger for Vision's death, and that she creates a pocket universe and sends them into the fifties, and that's where that whole. Um, the whole was the multiverse of madness that she's going to be in Doctor Strange film is going to be about. That's kind of wild and out there, but you never know in Marvel. All right. Big sexy. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, let's keep in mind here that Vision is almost like Data from Star Trek. He's an android. So Shuri did back up his, quote, consciousness. It's just Data. Not the character, but the actual data. <clears throat> and if she did back all that up, they can rebuild that body and restore him. Now, will he be as sentient as he was? No. But all that data is there. Because it's just, uh, you know, just stored information. So that we will see. I like the idea of a pocket universe because Wanda is incredibly powerful. I don't think we've really investigated how powerful she is yet in the cinematic universe, but she could do something like this. You know, she, she's that heavy. So we will see. I don't like the idea of her blaming the Avengers because she was there. She saw what happened. You know, everybody tried to hide vision and Thanos wasn't going for it. So let's see. Let, I'm, I'm, this one is, uh, it's curious to me because I, I don't see how the fifties, you know, lettering fits in, but let's find out. All right. And this bleeds right into the next uh, movie, which is coming yes. out uh, April 7th, 2021. And that is Dr. Str- Say that again. May 7th. May 7th. Sorry. Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, a very uh, cool title. Uh, they're really, to me, I was like, did they let Lucas pick these titles? <laughs> Revenge of the Sith or 
<laughs> Phantom Menace. But, um, but yeah, this, the Doctor Strange, this would be his sequel uh, to his movie. I wasn't that hyped on Doctor Strange at first, like the first movie. I thought it was just cool. But after seeing him in the two Avengers movies, dude was dope, dope to me. Like I'm like, man, that character is yep. tight. So I'm very, I would love to see this movie. The title very much opens the door to like, man, multiverse of madness. I'm like, okay, they they diving full on uh, into this. And as uh, Ampu mentioned, the events of WandaVision directly go right into this and apparently scarlet witch is also featured in this movie which i think is a smart move because they she basically she's a witch you know she has powers too and he has his powers and she's very curious how they bring all that together and i think this would be a great opportunity to to deal with that whole multiverse thing i think a lot of people got hung up on the fact that uh mysterio mentions that in S- spider-man but don't they talk about that in the original Doctor Strange movie, The Multiverse? Wasn't that from his first mention? I cannot recall. I really can't. I know they talked about, um, I wouldn't say the quantum well, but like the uh, with the microverse. Mark, isn't that what they yeah. mentioned? When he yeah, when they went that. into the astro field? But I'm not astro field, astro plane. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I can't recall if they, they mentioned the multiverse. Yeah, I think it was first kind of mentioned in there. So... Obviously, you know, and, and even, you know, again, uh, I guess, if, or, or time travel or whatever, even Doctor Strange in Infinity, he's like, I've seen all these multiple versions of this happen. So obviously that, that stuff does exist. So I'm curious. I think that movie is going to have some strong ramifications moving forward with the MCU, in my opinion. <clears throat> uh, Big Sexy, what's your thoughts on this? You know, I'm the same way. When Doctor Strange <clears throat> first came out, I thought, oh, yeah, okay. But Benedict Cumberbatch, is that his name? Yeah. He has really taken that character. You know, he really, he's got it down. So I'm really excited. This is the one that excites me the most out of this whole slate. This is the one I want to see. Because when you mention the word multiverse and he's already seen it, yeah, this is going to be great. Because there's always a little something different in every iteration of a multiverse. So I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of things that may look the same, but just aren't, aren't quite the same. And there is a diamond that he has. Ah, oh, I forgot the name of it. But there's this diamond that he has that in the books, he can snap his fingers and the diamond will expand and he walks to another dimension. So let's see how this starts off. Maybe he has to go in there and track Wanda down because she went bananas. Whatever. I'm with it. And plus, I like how they're, they've, they've done Wong. They've given him just enough humor, but he's still Wong. He's still to kick your ass. I can't wait. You know, uh, I didn't get this from the first Doctor Strange, but... Certainly watching uh, Infinity War and even more so Endgame, the Sorcerer Supreme, is that what they call his position? Mm-hmm. And, and then they had that lady that was it before. They obviously know everything that's going to happen later. <laughs> like, I guess, you know, in Endgame, they, they basically let us know that she knew fell w- far well ahead that Doctor Strange is going to be Doctor, you know, is going to be the next one up, you know, because when David Banner comes to see her, She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's, you're a little early. 
Uh, he down the street doing surgery. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I know, I already know what's gonna pop off. So now that we know that this character has that foresight, to me it puts it in a very. And now that they can actually plot ahead for that, because before I think they were just kind of writing that shit after the fact. But now knowing that, yeah, we were successful, we can play long play stories and put little things in there, hints. I could really see Doctor Strange. He sees. I could he, like he would already know this big thing is coming. Like I, I, I can see the fantastic four or, you know what I mean? Or whatever's going on. And that's, I'm trying to put things in motion now. And I think it'd be cool for us as the viewers that if they throw in little things like, man, Dr. Strange, he kind of already knows what's going to happen. He don't want to say nothing to jinx it. Kind of like what Tony Stark is like, well, if I told you what it was, you're not going to do it. You know? So I think that's, they're in a cool position to really like on some storytelling, throw us a little for you know uh, foreshadow type stuff that could really get people speculating um so yeah man i'm, I'm all for that uh ampu did you spoke on this right uh yeah one thing i did want to say and i'm gonna go ahead and put my conspiracy brother hotep hat on <laughs> is the fact that yes i'm gonna go i'm gonna go there um that it appears that based on the title and the fact that Scarlet Witch is going to be in this film, that there might be hinting at her going crazy and that she's this big bad that they have to stop in this film. Now, this is just speculation, but if it does come into fruition, I'm a little heated that the brother, uh, Baron Mortal, isn't going to be the villain of this film. I'm just going to put that out there. Why the brother can get his time to shine? This kind of remind me of when they brought in Billy D. Williams to be... Um, uh, what is his name? Harvey Dent. But then when they decided to go with Two-Face, they brought the white dude in. What's up with that? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm half playing. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that, they, that they're going, they can't just leave us on that. Having him going to kill out the, kill off right, right. Uh, the wizards. Did he call them okay, wizards? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. Wait, wait, Anyone wait. who knows Doctor Strange knows that Mordo is his number two baddie. Mordo will be around. Okay. Right? Mordo is not going to be one and done. Okay, that's like saying, you know, you have Spider-Man without Dr. Octopus. You know, Mordo is up there. He's not number one. Number one is Dormammu. Number two, Mordo. All day long, you will see him again. I, I get that. But, you know, the end credit, they hinted at him taking out the other sorcerers and like that's going to be played. That's going to be something we're going to see further in the next film. So I'm thinking, okay, now he's going to be the villain that's going to concentrate his power by getting rid of the other uh, magic wielders. But now it looks like it's going to be about maybe gone mad Scarlet Witch. And the other thing is, is that we, we have to remember when it comes to Scarlet Witch is because they didn't have the rights to the mutants. They went out of their way to say her and Quicksilver got their powers from the, I think it was the Mind Stone, not the Mind Stone, the Space Stone, and that they're not mutants and that her power isn't derived from magic. So is this going to be their way of pivoting to her having this, being able to tap into the chaos magic with her powers? But because, you know, in the comic books, it started off, she had probability hex. I don't know how that's a mutant ability, but okay, whatever. So <laughs> here they're saying that she can manipulate telekinesis in weird ways. So now I'm like, okay, she, she's going to Dr. Strange. How are they going to get us there? How is she going to tap into chaos magic? If that's the case at all. 
All right. <clears throat> Next up, we're going to keep it moving. Uh, we're going back to TV and the Loki TV series, Spring 2021. I, I, I'm curious to see this as I am the other ones. Apparently, this takes place uh, during the events or at least triggered by the events of Endgame. When Loki gets the, is he the Tesseract or what does he take? I forgot. Yep, the Tesseract. Tesseract. The space Space so, he, so it's, apparently this series would be about him sort of affecting uh, human events in history. So there's a lot of jumping around here. Um, I'm curious if some of the things he does triggers a, another multiverse or different things that will happen later. Uh, stuff like this has to, in my has to be very tightly sort of uh, planned out, or there's going to be a lot of like kind of like we saw, I guess, in Endgame where they go back to some events that we've seen before and sort of shoot it from a different angle. Like, oh, he was actually back there doing this and that. So uh, I'm curious to see what this is. The, the actor who plays uh, Loki, was it Tom, was this Middleton? Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Uh, he will be returning. He's great as this role. I, I'm just curious to see. I'm not super excited for this. I don't know how necessary this is, but maybe there's they have plans that this, you know, does affect moving forward. Uh, with that said, Big Sexy, what do you think? See, again, I don't think a show around a villain is going to work. That's like having a show about Thanos. We know what he's about. We know what Loki's up to. He's up to starting shit. Okay, fine. Now, if they use this to bridge and introduce other people from Asgard, that would be cool for a moment. But I can't see this being a sustaining show. I just can't see it. All right. And Pooh. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in the premise of him going through time, which is kind of strange. He said he's going through time and he has the space stone, but, you know, whatever, uh, causing mischief, which that could be an interesting story, depending upon... Uh, what do they choose to focus on? Is it going to be a history of the world, of the uh, you know, of Earth history? How is it going to go into Asgard? Are they going to play into uh, Marvel mythology? So yeah, this 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 has my interest, but it's not something that I want to run out of binge. Yeah, hopefully you don't go too crazy with it, where like he goes back to before Captain America is created and he's the one that starts the fight or something. He's oh, oh you know I. He he started it off all off or something, and I don't want to see that type of stuff. Kind of like with in the Captain Marvel movie, where we find out, you know, Nick Fury was looking at some pictures or something. Oh, it says Avenger, <laughs> the Avengers. I got it. Or the cat scratched his eye. Ah, that you know, I don't, you don't have to do a lot of that type of Lucas type stuff. But we'll see. Um, we're gonna keep moving. Next up after this is uh, summer twenty twenty one. Another Disney Plus program uh, animated this time. It is the uh, Marvel Studios What If. And, of course, this is going to be based off the classic old school What If comics where they uh, take hypothetical uh, scenarios of, of classic events. Um, I can see, I think, looking at the title in this, you can kind of see, you see some of the cartoony drawings there. It looks like you can see this red skull uh, in there. I think one of the early episodes they have mentioned so far is that it would be is it Sharon Cotter. What if she became Captain America uh, as opposed to Steve Rogers? 
So I, I'm very curious to see this. I, I, I want to see the art style. I hope the animation is good. Uh, I hope they don't skimp on that because uh, that's important to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this would be the first sort of major Marvel animated uh, thing. They've had a few animated movies back in the day, like a long time ago. I mean, they had the Thor Wolverine and they had the early, they did the Ultimates a couple. There's two Ultimate animated movies. Uh, but getting back into this now, I'm curious to see what they do with this. Uh, Ampu. I'm hoping this is like my big wish. I am hoping that with that, because you mentioned the animation style and it, it uh, made me think about something. I'm hoping that they make the animation kind of anthology and that each episode to episode, they have a different art style. And I'm hoping they can even base it on, maybe they can base it on Kirby, base it on Ditko, base it on, um, what's his name? My friend Quietly, uh, Lee, all of those guys. That to me would be pretty dope. John Byrne art style. I can't name any others. Mark can help me out on that. Um, just over, and then my other thing is, I want to know, is this going to be what if based on the MCU? Or is it what if based on Marvel as a whole, which I think is a great opportunity for them to start integrating X-Men into Disney Plus and and into uh, the consciousness of the X-Men are coming to the MCU? Because I would love to have some of those old um, what if X-Men titles animated, like what if um, the new X-Men didn't start or what if. Professor X got the juggernaut, the powers of the juggernaut. So I, I'm interested in this. I just hope they don't limit it to just the MCU. I, I would imagine it would only be about the MCU as it's being a part of the MCU. Like it would be shocking. Yeah. <laughs> they would jump outside Ooh. of it. They would jump outside of that all of a sudden to confuse people. But I would love to see it, though. I would love to see them do the other stuff. But um, yeah, I'm that's just a trying great, to think. great idea about the different art styles. That'd be dope. I'm just trying to think, like, you know, how many different, well, clearly they're going to figure it out. You know, that's what they're getting paid to do. But how many different what if MCU stories can they tell based on oh, the 23 can... films? So that's a lot. <laughs> they're only going to be like, I would imagine, I, I think when, uh, Falcon is only like eight episodes. Not, so I don't think these are going to be like some 13 or 24 episode, you know, series or anything like that. So these could only be like eight episodes or something that I would imagine they're strategically going to be made to play off of the movies, right? And, and what what their fans would expect. So yeah, we would see something about Captain America. You'd see something about Iron Man. And again, they're going to have the actors from the original movies play in this. Uh, and there's actually a big uh, picture that they showed all the actors who would be involved in this. And it looked like all of the main people from the movies. So um, I think it'll be tightly woven to play off of, you know, your favorite movie moments here's how it would go the other way type of thing i don't think they would go outside of that i mean like you said you said they got 20 some odd movies to play with yeah my thing is is will they be willing to go dark like they did in the comic books because some of those what ifs ended really dark and bleak they might they might uh big sexy you know i've been a what if fan from day one back in the day and I, I like Anthony's idea. If they go, say, let's say Peter Parker versus or meets Green Goblin or Peter Parker's origin, and they get the Ditko style for it, yes. You know, they do a Fantastic Four story, they get a Kirby style or a Thor story with Kirby style, yes. And they do that, and they and they have the anthology of animation styles in there. That would just bury DC. 
because DC's killing them in animation right now. After this, we don't know. And there are so many ways to go here. You know, and since they have a lot of the, or all of the actors from the films, you know, re- recreating these, these characters in animated form. And, and just off the top of my head, there's so much they could do with the Hulk. What if the Hulk stayed smart the whole time? We don't know. You know, a lot, a lot of things are going on here. I'm excited about this one. I'm, I'm looking forward to this one almost as much as Doctor Strange. This is going to be good. All right. All right. Next. Now, hold, wait, 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 wait. Now, if they do expand into the books in later seasons, then they just have an entire tapestry to just let rip. That way they can tell the stories from the books in a what-if style and not worry about them stepping on the MCU. You can keep them both separate. And that way everybody's happy. I know I would be. But let's right. see what they, how they want to play it. Yeah, that that yeah, I would be shocked if they go because then they only work if you know the stories, and I would imagine most people that are fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Damn, that's a good point. Don't know that's nothing really about that. So they ain't gonna waste the money <laughs> to do that. But uh, I could see your point. Uh, moving on. So the next up is uh, another Disney Plus TV show. Uh, this Hawkeye show. So fall twenty twenty one. Hawkeye. I, I assume based off of the title. It sort of plays on the with some of the stories from the Hawkeye comic book series, which I've never read before. Before I've heard that because they were good garbage. Well, I've heard that they're good. Is it, is it Matt Fraction? Oh fuck him! Wow, man, wow, wow. <laughs> well, I don't know why. What, I don't know the animosity between that, but uh, I've heard highly of these comics over the years. Like I said, I've never read it before. Uh, I'm semi interested in seeing this. I will watch it just to check it out. But uh, I don't really know much about it other than I know who Hawkeye is. I assume it takes place after Endgame. Um, I would have rather saw it be called Ronin, but apparently he's not going to be acting a fool after he got his family back. Um, Big Sexy, what, what, what's your thoughts on this? Obviously, you have some strong feelings about this. So, All right. From what I've read, Hawkeye is going to also feature the character Kate Bishop uh, from Young Avengers, who also calls herself Hawkeye and just... I will expose my own bias here. I can't stand the Young Avengers. I actually read the first 12 issues, and she became Hawkeye for one reason. She felt like it. That's it. You know, a bunch of her people running around playing Avengers. I want to play too. I'll be Hawkeye. Can you shoot an arrow? I guess so. Fuck out of here. So she you know, wakes up one day and can shoot an arrow as good as Hawkeye. Yeah, right. Get out of here. So that's bullshit. The fact that he's letting her run around with his name, also bullshit. And now the fact that they're using, hopefully they're not, but the the logo and the font tells me they are using the Matt Fraction, uh, what was that artist's name? I think it was David Aha, or Asia, I think it was him, or someone in that style that I do not like. I don't like it at all. This is not the Hawkeye that I know, then again, old guy on the block. This is not the Hawkeye I know from 1984 who had his own solo book. This is not the Hawkeye who, you know, led the Thunderbolts. This Hawkeye is a bum. So let's see what they do with it. I am. I have set the bar very low for this one. All right, Ampoo. Yeah, I'm not that hyped for this at all. 
I'm, I'm sure they're gonna do something to, to get my attention. Uh, and Feige, we trust. But yeah, this this character, Hawkeye. I don't know what they could, what they're gonna do. That's gonna really drag me into it. He hasn't really in in what four films been a standout character that made me say I want to see more as opposed to with Black Widow as opposed to with uh, the Winter Soldier at times this one eh. and then on top of that it seems like this whole series exists to pass the mantle to Kate Bishop so that's Which further that's further like okay so you're going to use a character I really don't care about to introduce somebody that's going to take his mantle all right good luck with that Interesting. Well, I'm curious too, like, because obviously this takes place after Endgame. So does Clint get a pass for murdering people? Like, I'm I'm very curious how what what happens with this character because he was out there killing folks, yeah, <laughs> like slaughtering <laughs> people was. all over. I'm curious. You know, I guess I don't know if that's his character. So I'm not gonna compare. I know everybody was crying. I know everybody was crying. Superman don't kill. Okay. I mean, man, this cat, he was on some Punisher. You know, these people did not deserve to die kind of thing. But he was, you know, he was riding for his family on people who ain't got nothing to do with it. But he was, you know, (laughs) but he was a psycho. So I'm curious, like, how do they reconcile his character after that? Yeah, in game, we beat Thanos finally. Everything came, your family came back. But does he go to jail or uh, did they have to apprehend him or something? Well, I, I, I say two things. One... How many people know that he was Ronan? And, you know, like as far as government officials, uh, uh, state officials. But, but, I mean, they, they really, they weren't trying to bring him to justice. They were trying to get him to chill. Right. So I'm just saying, like, so that they know he was doing it. At least I, we, uh, only person we I can say really I know is uh, my man, uh, Rhodey, right? You're right, right. Uh, now, obviously, he must have been working with S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever organization. So there's people who knew he was out there killing folks. I'm just curious, like, do they just give him a pass or, like, and, oh, you know? And my other part is, is that, what, half of Earth's population came back. I think they got bigger fish to fry than, <laughs> hey, um, hey, Ronan, we need to see you about, you, you need to pay restitutions for well, this. That, well, that's I, my well, that's what I'm saying. It'd be interesting. At least they would address that because, again, if, if on Spider-Man, people can come back and it's jokey-jokey and they can go on vacation, do they, so all crimes that happen, they was they let it ride? Or you had a guy that was actually left there slaughtering folks. <laughs> like, yeah. They just let it ride. Like the dent to me shows like this motherfucker is crazy. Like, well, I mean, he, but he, then there's the there's the other part of that is he did help bring all these people back. So it's kind of like, yeah, you so saw like, you get some people, pass. but you yeah, saved but the, the universe. You, so you get a pass for that. Then that's all I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think maybe he got a pass for that. I mean, you. I mean, let's be honest. He saved the universe, right? Well, shit, Thanos would argue that he saved the universe too by slaughtering everybody. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, if a villain. I, I murdered everybody, but now I brought everybody back, so you let me walk. Well, I would say Thanos can hold his own nuts. Okay. Well, I, apparently <laughs> they holding Hawkeyes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, that's, the only, that's the only thing I got is like, you know, you, you, you bring half the people back from the dead. I think you good. I, I'd be looking at it like you were killing a bunch of uh, degenerates and criminals. And, you know, yeah, that's bad, but you brought half. Well, the- we don't know that, actually. Well, they was they said the one that they it was a bunch of uh, Mexican cartel members that they found in Mexico, right? Okay, that don't mean we don't know if they kill people. They may just move in dope. That means they gotta get slaughtered. Like, 
I mean, we got to think about the kids. Well, he wasn't thinking about <laughs> their kids. He's killing motherfuckers. <laughs> and he's an Avenger, so it ain't like these people can fight back. I mean, like, he's over... I mean, you know what I'm saying he's a highly trained assassin. Essentially, you just letting them run run amok. And then I guess it's I'm like, gonna go. okay, go ahead, y'all. Come on, come on back now. Your, your kids came back, so it's okay. Like, huh? <laughs> I, guess I I'll guarantee. Be on my, well, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said, I guess I'll be on my L wag. Well, if you want to do criminal shit, then you take the repercussions. Wow. I, I bet. Oh. You, I bet you if T'Challa ran amok. <laughs> I don't see if they would give him the same pass. Ah, well. Or they'd be like, we're not even going to make another movie on that guy. Actually, you know what? And they're not so far. But anyway, we'll get to that. Um, all right. So there's Hawkeye. Next up, let's go back to the movies. Uh, November the 5th, 2021. We have Thun- oh, excuse me, Thor, Love and Thunder. And this Shoot. will uh, bring... Chris, what's his name? I was going to say Chris Hensworth. Hardwick, but I know that. Shout out to that guy. That's not what we're talking Hensworth. about. Hensworth. Hensworth and uh, Old Girl. What's Old Girl's name? Uh, Natalie Portman, or are you no, talking no. about Teresa, Teresa, Tessa Thompson? Tessa Thompson. So they're coming back hot off the heels of their epic uh, box office uh, movie, Men in Black, uh, reunited again in another Marvel movie. And then, of course, yes. Natalie Portman, they introduced that they were going to be having her become Thor as her character does in the books. Uh, I'm not hyped to see this movie. Of course, I'm going to be there day one. I'm very curious how all of this movie plays after everything we have seen with the Thor character. I I thought he was going to be with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Because doesn't he leave with them at the end of Endgame? Uh, to go off with those guys. So I'm curious how they're going to show whatever happens where he has to come back to Asgard, which is on Earth, and how old girl gets the hammer. Because doesn't uh, Thor? I mean, didn't uh, Captain America last have the hammer? If I'm not yeah, I guess my belief is he put the hammer back in 2014. He put it back, yeah. Oh, okay. And Thor has his has Stormbreaker. Okay. Yeah, I'm just curious how all of, there's a lot to sort of explain. Um, I don't know if some of this will be shown through the other events of other movies or TV shows and leading up to us, but uh, very curious about this movie. Uh, directed by the guy who did Ragnarok. Uh, what's his name? Takiti or I have none of the names. <laughs> so I imagine Taika with Taiti. Yeah, so I know it's going to be uh, slapstick, laughter, and looking at the title you know very stylistic uh as the other one was and it had a very very stylized aesthetic to the movie i'm sure this one will as well uh very curious about this i'm not hyped um big sexy what's your thoughts i'm not excited at all about this you know they lost me after thor 3 when they cut his hair and then they have him all being lebowski thor in the and Endgame, I'm like, come on, man. I don't like how they've just degenerated Thor in the comedy relief here. Uh, I did not see the Men in Black. Did that movie do well, or is it, or did it, you know, light the fuse and just blow up in, in, a, in a bomb? Uh, I think it came and went. Okay, sounds like a stinker. <clears throat> That's okay. You know, and now they're talking about 
uh, Tessa Thompson's character, you know, being LBGTQIA+, hopefully I got that right, as she is in the books, and I'm like, where did that happen? I don't know where that happened in the book. I may have missed something. I didn't miss Jane Foster becoming Thor, and they just wrapped that up. In fact, now the book is kind of late because now Jane Foster is now the Valkyrie. So I don't know how they're going to deal with that in the film, but we will see. Um, <clears throat> I don't like him running around with Stormbreaker and not seeing Beta Ray Bill. They need to get rid of that. They need to, that's one thing this film can do. Fix all that. If they want to have Thor run off with the Guardian, with the Asgardians, God, of the galaxy, good. Go do that. But we only need one hammer. And the hammer that Thor, whoever is going to be Thor, needs to be with Thor. And let's, let's just go from there. Let's repopulate Asgard and get it off of planet Earth and back where it belongs. Okay. And poo. Now, something you mentioned earlier, Mike, was about you saw we saw Thor leave with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, they can still tell that story, which I'm hoping they do, because I really liked his chemistry with that team, the Asgardians Galaxy. Uh, if I had to pay for a Disney, uh, I'm sorry, MCU films, I would do that one, even though I hate James Gunn. God damn, I'm so fucked up. Anyway, so yeah, they could still tell that story. It could be from a different time period or it could have happened before the events of Love and Thunder. Once I heard that Taika Waititi was coming back, I was like, yes, Thor 3, I'm, I'm on board because I love Ragnarok. I felt that it righted the ship of the boring Thor films in my eyes. And then they said um, Tessa Thompson was coming back as Valkyrie. I'm like, all right, cool. The sister's getting some shine. Uh, she's going to be the king of Asgard. Dope. Then they said, hey, we're going to make introduce female Thor like we did in the comics. And I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know why we need to do that, but hey, they're going to give it to Valkyrie, right? Right, right? <laughs> then they said, nah, nah, nah. We bring in boring-ass Natalie Portman back as Jane Foster. And because we did it in the comics, we're going to do it in the film. And I was like, okay, I'm done with that shit. <laughs> How do you get me hyped for the film and then have me canceling it in a span of 10 minutes. Because I did not, Natalie Portman, you know, bless her heart. I, I hear she has an Academy Award. Um, she was okay in the prequels. She's not doing anything for me. And her character, Jane Foster, when they removed that, I was like, yes, because the, the, the love story is just not working. And now they're going to make her Thor? Ah, Disney, baby, what is you doing? Well, I know what you're doing, but you couldn't have, you couldn't have recasted her. You couldn't have recasted her. You couldn't have said, okay, let's make Tessa Thompson not only uh, the king of Asgard, but the Lady Thor, but the Black Lady Thor. Yeah, I'm a you're little disappointed. Too much there now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just had an uh, announcement about James Bond. We're not going to. We all got together and said no. But yeah, um, I, I think it's going to be an enjoyable film. I'm just going to have to grin and bear it with when it comes to Jane Foster becoming Thor. Hopefully, in the hands of this director and his writing, they might be able to make Jane Foster interesting. But right now, I do not have any hope. All right. Now, for for what's been announced and what's what's been dated, 
that's it. You know, that's all that is, uh, you know, have a date, release time, anything else, pure speculation. So let me say this off the and top. And further, that's all of phase, that's phase four. Well, we don't know if that's the entirety of phase four. No, they said it. Oh, they, they did say that's, it. Yeah, that's phase four, those two years, those films. Okay. Well, and shows. Whatever, whatever the phases are, the phases don't necessarily mean much to me, but in terms of what has been announced so far, that's it. Now, to me, the big question as I was watching this and I just kept waiting. I thought, oh, I already know. Yeah, they, they're coming. Yeah, where's Cougar? Oh, hey, okay, he's going to be next. Nigga, we got next. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> the parting shot, you know, Feige was like, well, you know, I don't, we don't have enough time to talk about Fantastic Four. You know, we don't have enough time to talk about Guardians. We don't, we don't have enough time to uh, talk about Black Panther. But oh, wait. And then uh, lights go down, I think, and the Blade logo comes up. And uh, Marshala Lee. Marshala. Mar- I, I just, I'm just going crazy. I don't give a damn today. Mar- Marshala Ali comes out. You know, he's like on some first round draft pick when they come out and shoot and they, they give you the hat like you just <laughs> sign up to the team and he happy i'm like oh go ahead so he is announced as the new blade uh again no date announced nothing like that but i just felt you know so i'm the first let me say happy for that brother man salute you know i'm 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 a blade fan the wesley movies um I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they do with it. I was like, oh, cool. I would have never even anticipated they was going to announce a Blade thing. Dope. But I'm a little salty that, again, there's no date for this. We don't know when this is coming out. Uh, I guess it was it 2022? 2023? Why are we announcing it now? Well, that's, that's, oh, well, I, that's what I'm I saying. I, yeah, I know why, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> they was like, well, we don't have nothing for Black Panther, and I, we already know they're gonna eat us up. So let's just throw them a little. I, I'm well, listen. I'm I'm very curious. Plans can change, and we're talking two or three years out until I actually see the release date, or they're gonna. You start hearing rumblings of production, or we start hearing other casting announcements for this movie. I, I don't believe. It. Like I don't, I don't believe. I don't think I still don't think the I mean to me it ain't no it ain't no movie that's in the can so they may not they again it may just be like we, he's he's Blade uh, we didn't say he was gonna be in a movie we just said his character would be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe like he might just be cameoed in other little movies we might do him like Nick Fury so I'm curious I I want to see the movie I want to hear the movie announcement. They just announced a character and they said they got an actor for it, which is cool. But I want to see when's that move when that movie dropping though. Wait, here's the other thing. They said Blade was coming, but did they say movie? That's what I just said. Because it, it could be a TV show. It, it could be that, and it could be none of them. <laughs> it just said it just got Blade, Blade. That's it. We got the character. I don't see. I don't see getting an Oscar winner for a TV show. No. Shit. Nah, we happy to <laughs> get him. on. We happy to get on sometimes. 
I mean, to be honest, I don't know what them checks, them, them film checks is looking like. I mean, he has two Oscars, but how well paid was I'm I'm sure with Moonlight, well, he wasn't paid well. What was old girl on uh, The Shield? Wasn't she an Oscar winner? Uh, I can't think. Are you talking about Glinkos? Was she on there? Yeah. Wasn't she an Oscar winner? Nah, she's no. been nominated. No. So, yeah. You said no? No, no. She, I don't think she's she, a winner. She's been nominated. She's obviously she was a darling of the Oscars. Right. Every, they always saw, I mean, hey, these cats. Wait, Glenn got, Close? Come on, man, Glenn Close. She's been nominated. Yeah, she's been times. nominated multiple times. That's why I thought she I, won. What was she nominated for? Other than a crazy uh, woman and a. I have no idea. Crazy that, I think she had a nomination last year for some. People thought she was going to finally get it. Jokes on her. But I'm just saying, like <laughs> they they have the top level actors. Would be in a TV, and again, we're not talking about some NBC, CBS. We talking about Disney Plus, Big Bank. Uh, right. These actors nowadays, they'll, yeah, they'll jump on one of these or Netflix show or one of these, you know, HBO. They'd be on these shows all the time, and and they. That's what I'm but I'm just saying that they ain't say he was gonna be on no show either. So. They ain't say nothing. They just said we got blamed. <laughs> and you know, he had he has gotten some notoriety. He has those two Oscars, but we don't know what his what those uh, paychecks are looking like. Yeah, I, I mean, Monique got Oscar. Yeah, True Detective. I, I, <laughs> I don't know how much he was getting paid for that. That's true. They did give. They said uh, uh, Monique, you got an Oscar, but five hundred thousand. So that don't mean nothing. yeah. Oscars don't mean shit. <laughs> Holly Berry, yeah, you got that that Oscar, but uh, yeah, we're going two million. We'll give you two million for Swordfish, and and you're gonna have to show your tits. <laughs> yep, yeah, keep it funky. That's why you got two million. She's yeah. like, I ain't taking back shots this this movie, but I'll show the tits. Yeah, yeah. She didn't get two million just because she's Holly Berry. You're gonna have to drop them draws. <laughs> I, I will take my L. She was nominated seven times. They see, damn, four for best actress and three for best supporting. And she I had two TV seasons. She was on, she did one season of The Shield, and then she had her own show, remember? Yeah, Damages. Damages, yeah. which I loved. Yeah. 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 So, because uh, I, I was talking to a friend of mine, he works in animation at, at Warner Brothers, and he was saying that um, Marvel, they, they slick as fuck. Because they knew they didn't have no news about Black Panther, and if and I'm gonna go ahead and say this is this is me, conspiracy brother, putting the whole tap hat on. And I'm going to go ahead and, you know, like they say, hold your own nuts. And then, you know, black people, we got to hold our own nuts. But I'm looking at what they put out there. You look at Hawkeye, they're introducing a white woman. You look at the Thor, they're introducing a lady Thor. You look at, um, what's the other thing? Black Widow, that's another white woman. You look at some, you look at um, Dr. Strange, they're going to have another white woman in there, Scarlet Witch. So if you look at a lot of it, they're doing a lot of empowerment of women, specifically white women. And, you know, that makes sense because Captain Marvel just came out. It did a billion dollars. They looked at that and they said, damn, we need to really get behind the white woman empowerment train. But I remember a year ago, there was this film that came out that became the highest grossing uh, MCU film of all time domestically at that point. And it's still the highest grossing solo film and superhero film of all time but i'm like okay where's the black agenda at i mean I, you got tess thompson you got um a falcon but i'm like where is what they're leading with where is they putting it out in the theaters to get that billion dollars again and i just to me it just feels kind of strange and hella funny style well yeah i can see your point there i mean you know 
as with history will show us, you know, we'll be on the front lines to, to make change. And, you know, it opens the door for everybody to, to make change. And sometimes we have to sit back in the back. <laughs> I mean, you know, to me, it's like, I guess they could say women are a minority. Right. Uh, and so they're empowering women through here. And they are minorities. So all lives, all superheroes matter, Ant, is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, they are doing the diversity train. But the thing about it is, and you know, I'm not that's I'm not surprised. That's how it normally that's how it normally goes sometimes. Uh they're gonna put you back sit you down for a while and uh there's a way that they can flip this where unfortunately you would be like, Well, he's the one that made the most money. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we're going with diversity. But we're gonna go with this kind of diversity. We're gonna go with the LGBTQ and the woman and we got we you know, we got Shang Chi. You know, so maybe uh Coogler and them that maybe you know, maybe they'll be announced they got a new another event coming, is it this year, the D twenty three thing? Yeah. So maybe they'll be announced then, they'll have a whole big thing. Maybe they just wasn't ready. Uh but I do find it curious that they couldn't have had a World of Wakanda TV show or Siri TV show or you you really Hawkeye, is that really gonna pull in the numbers or you know what I mean? Like there were so many other opportunities they could have done some other stuff with. But I, we'll see. Maybe maybe next time. You know what I'm saying? Now the one thing again, my my uh, Warner Brothers animated friend brought up to me is that you can't really announce all this stuff if you don't got anything locked in. And he's pointing to um, Coogler. He has Space Jam Two, which, but that's coming in 2022. And apparently he's doing he's doing the producing for this film that's going to be discussing the Atlanta teacher controversy so it's like he has these projects so they want to be able once he's done to commit to it i somewhat get that and they damn sure probably i'm gonna say they damn sure are not going to replace him that that probably would be a a really bad move but it's like you can't set a date even if it's 2021 or 2022 you can't set the date so i mean it just it does look hella funny style and like you said, there are other characters that they can't explore. If you're willing to explore Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier, that tells you something. I can't even think of the dude's name. If you're willing to explore WandaVision and one of the motherfuckers is dead, how you can't explore Wakanda? That's what I'm saying. Like, Hawkeye, is it really? that? He's pop, like, you, you couldn't have Siri or, or build up to the next. So if you have, so that's what I'm thinking. Like, if you have Black Panthers, the big, one of the biggest movies you had, wouldn't you want to lay the ground foundations to one bank off of that and then to lead up to the next one so we could have a TV series that sort of leads up to the events and get everyone hyped for Black Panther 2? We can do $2 billion at the at the box office. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different... But I don't know. I don't know what the overall plan is, but it is odd that you have the Black Panther movie, you had Infinity War. A lot of people was like, Man, they didn't really have that much Black Panther in this. It came right off the heels of Black Panther. Remember this? Yo, let's, oh, that shit's blowing up. Make sure you put them in Boom Boom Ballet. You know, put them up like this. <laughs> Make sure they get a good look. God damn, we could have had more of them in there. We didn't think it was going to be that good. And then you have Endgame. Well, go ahead and put Old Girl on the cover of the, of the poster now. 
Yeah. Well, they got a name. God damn, we got a name wrong. That's what we think about. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, put them on the post. And you watch the movie. She ain't even hardly in the movie. So they knew to like, well, we got to get these people excited. Put Show the diversity. Put the black woman on the cover. Got a name wrong. Ah, God damn it. And then when you watch the movie again, here we come. Avengers Assemble. First one they show come out the thing is Black Panther, Shiri, and Old Girl. Yeah, they, they made knew. a point to show that. Like, oh, okay, cool. And then they have all the Wakandas out there in the battlefield. <laughs> again. But they, they ain't got no movie. They, they ain't got nothing. It just looks kind of crazy. But you sure enough had Captain Marvel all up in there. They ain't and, do shit. And I, I don't want to go there, but I'm going to say it. She's, she's not being that well received, Captain Marvel. Nah, they made their bag on it. I ain't hating, but but again, I say all that to say I'll be there day one. Check it out. But I was disappointed that I didn't hear the Black Panther announcement. I was surprised they didn't even announce Guardians of the Galaxy 3. They announced that they're going to do it. They got old boy back, James Gunn. Uh, they, of course, Captain Marvel 2. But Spider-Man. 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 But they, then the other one they, they sort of announced after the fact, of course, you know, Fantastic Four. Uh, and they made, and again, the, the slight mention of the X-Men. I guess they're saving that they got big, some, you know, they got big ones that they can blow a head off with. But this overall announcement, uh, I'd say it's risky. Yeah, lackluster. I'm very curious to see how it plays out. One, it doesn't take place till start till next year, so there's quite a ways out. And none of these are super tentpole, you know, guaranteed audiences. They're, 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 these movies are unknown characters. And of course, they've had success doing this before, but it's like they're starting over. And I'm, I can respect that, but I'm very curious to see how they, how they do. You know, is, is Black Widow going to be a billion, billion dollars? I guess it will be. If, if they can make Captain Marvel be a, a billion dollars, they can make a Black Widow. They, we know the character. Eternals. I think Shang-Chi. They, I don't know about a billion, but they get there. It'll probably get there, man. They, I mean, they, they know how to market these movies. I, and we don't, I, again, I don't know. I'm curious because to me, it seemed like they're very successful early on when they realize, why don't we just do all these could be team up movies for the most part? Like put other characters in the movies. That shit works. It doesn't seem like they're doing that until you get to uh, Doctor Strange. Now, here, here's something. I'm just, just me on the conspiracy again. Wouldn't it be dope? If they had either Psylocke, Sabretooth, or Wolverine in that Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi movie? It would be dope. Psylocke would make no sense. Well, didn't Mandarin make make her uh, Asian? Right? Oh. Yeah. You're thinking back in the Jim Lee run, the 257 era, right around there? Yeah, yeah. Because the reason I thought about that because you were saying doing a team up and I'm like, well, who could they team up? And now I'm just thinking like, okay, uh, Sabretooth, Wolverine, or Psylocke, there's somewhat something there and that's a way to, you know, test the waters with mutants. Here's how you test the waters. Let him him team up with Iron Fist and beat the shit out of him in about 30 seconds. (laughs) Iron Fist. That's how long he would last. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and of course, we also don't know how Nick Fury plays in these movies. 
uh, obviously they showed him at the end of was that Spider Man? Yes. Yep. So he was in space. So I would I'm thinking he may be seen in the internals or something. So uh, mm-hmm. you know we're, we're still very curious to see what the story is. Obviously they have some sort of long running story they're going to tell us. Uh, so I'm curious to see what they do. But there we go. There, there's Marvel. It is now next week. Uh, Endgame comes out digitally. So I'll definitely be checking that out. Did you see the, uh, the, the deleted scene where everybody took a knee for Tony and Gamora walked away? Like, no. Nope. <laughs> you gotta watch it. I'm, wait, I'm waiting until it comes out. I'm, I'm, I it was deleted it. for a reason. It kind of reminded me, I don't know if you guys saw um, the Harry Potter films, but the Half-Blood Prince that Spoilers, even though it's a 10-year-old movie, um, Dumbledore died and all of the wizards pointed their wands, paws to the sky and shot it, <laughs> shot it to the sky. Paws again. It just seemed kind of... I know what you were going for, but it looked lame as hell. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, I haven't watched any of those because I just don't want to ruin it to see the movie again, but excited. But all right, let's move off of that. Get away from Marvel. We got one more comic book movie thing, or comic book superheroes to talk about uh there is a new show on amazon prime called the boys it's a tv series and it is based off of the comic book the boys that was written by and created by garth ennis uh you may remember him uh he did preacher was his other big uh creation which is funny i have i've watched one episode of the preacher tv series and have never gone back to watch it and it seems like no one ever talks about that (laughs) and it's not good really and i think they're doing their last season uh he's getting ready to come out season four or something like that so it's i'm gonna go back and one of these days i'll I'll check it out but yeah that's i guess i guess it's not good no one's talking about but i want to say that it's the same producers seth rogan that are doing the boys (laughs) And this one here, this one is it. Um, I'm not. We're not going to spoil this show. We'll talk about maybe the first couple episodes and sort of the general premise, but we're not going to spoil it. I haven't seen it all yet. These two gentlemen have seen the entire series so far. Uh, Amazon has already announced, even before it debuted, they've already announced they're doing season two. And from what I've seen so far, I can't wait because uh, the, f- the few episodes that I've seen, this is excellent this is uh over the top it's so funny when it first starts you know when you see the, the ratings on the tv show you know ta adult <laughs> the hand damn near screen was lit up with icons <laughs> i was like what is this about to be <laughs> rape strong sexual strong language strong violence I was like, God damn uh how do we so the premise of this let's let's start there uh, the premise, from my understanding, is it's in a world where there is a team sort of like based off of the Justice League. So there's like a superhero, yep. a, a Superman type guy, Wonder Woman, Aqua Man, and so on. And it seems... Flash. As, say it again? Flash. flash. There's a Flash. Yeah, that's, that's, there's a whole Justice League type of uh, uh, hero types. And also the other part that's interesting is it seems like, and I don't know if this is like a kind of a low-key shot to Marvel or something, but... There is a company that they all work for, and it looks as if they've created all these movies and merchandising based off of these real world characters, and they yeah, get too. paid off of that. And it's like they have these blockbuster movies out there, and it's you know this big corporation that sort of runs it. 
But it seems as if um, everything is not, you know, positive. Uh, there's a dark side to these heroes, not unlike things you may have seen before, like um, like in the Watchmen movie. Uh, you know, the sort of, sort of the, the dark side of some of these characters. And at the very beginning, just to set the stage, this is in the trailer, but you see this couple walking down the street and you see like uh, this very graphic scene of like the girl of the couple disappears all of a sudden and then you just see all this blood and slow motion and the Flash type character essentially ran A right train. through her body and just she blew up. And you're like, what the hell? And he kind of stops and says, oh, I'm sorry, I can't stop. And so it is about these people that I call them almost like Batmans or something like they're regular humans. They're not superpowers, but they sort of hunt these superhero type characters. They want to take them down. I don't want to go all into why they want to do it, but essentially it's like they want to avenge things that may have happened and expose that these superheroes are corrupt, you know, and they are loved by the world, but there's a other side of this. And all of this happens in the most uh, gratuitous violence, but done very well. But it's, you know, ultra realistic in terms of like the brutalness of things. There's a lot of sex type of stuff. There's some Me Too stuff going on in this. Uh, it is over the top, but done in my from what i've seen so far top notch like tip my hat to whoever at amazon greenlit this and tip my hat to seth rogan and all those guys they did a phenomenal job putting this together it doesn't look cheap to me so far the acting that i've seen has been on point uh this is this is something that i could have easily saw on hbo what i would have been like this is that quality to me and uh, I think Amazon has laid a little gauntlet down to be like, okay, we've you've seen the Watchmen, that type of stuff, but here is a different take on that, sort of deconstructing superheroes. And they did it where it's like, man, this is high bar quality. Uh, let's play. Let's play some games. You know, y'all want to do some TV superheroes? So I don't know how this would have worked in movies because, again, you couldn't go deep into the stories. But to play this on a TV series, man, I'm highly impressed. Uh, Big Sexy, you've seen the entire thing. We're not going to spoil it, but what were your thoughts on The Boys? I thought the production qualities were amazing, like you said. Uh, For all other superhero-based television shows, you got to step it up. Uh, The one thing that's good about the Marvel Netflix thing being over is they would have got crushed. It's it's not even the same sport. You know, the Netflix shows weren't even in the same realm as this. Uh, The book, it has stayed close to the book. There is one change in the appearance of a character that I initially didn't care for, but, you know, now I'm like, all right, I'm with it. Let's, Let's just go. But all the other characters are right on the money. They, whoever did this, if this is Seth Rogen and his people, you know, they actually read the book. Because a lot of people say, well, it's based off so-and-so, I'm going to go do whatever. No, they read the book. Because they caught a lot of small things in it, too, that I'm looking for. Because I just recently reread the first 
14 issues in an omnibus. So I was looking for stuff. And everything I'm looking for, I'm seeing. You know, and <clears throat> I am already all in for season two. And on the uh, comic book speculative front, yes, I do have number one in mint condition. And yes, I'll be getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> Evil, that. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, and Pooh, man, what, are, what were your thoughts on this show? And, and it, yeah, I wanted to, what, in com- comparing this to other, you know, the WBs, and then we mentioned the Netflix, where does this fall on the scale to you? Well, first I want to hand out some L's. Uh-oh. Uh, L number one to Columbia Pictures. This was apparently in development with them, and it didn't get done. L number two to Paramount Pictures. Seriously, you, you lose... Marvel because they had a distribution deal with the MCU when Disney bought it and then you had this this they said between 2008 and 2016 they had, they were in development with them and this didn't come to fruition the last L to Cinemax what the fuck do you got on Cinemax that you couldn't make this work and on top of that this is so freaking good that I'm like how did you not do that? Now, maybe it might have been an issue with, because he said April 6th, it was announced that Cinemax had it. So it might have been an issue because AT&T was trying to buy um, uh, all of Time Warner. So things were going to hold in pattern and they moved on. But I'm still going to give you the L for this. This film, oh, and I'm sorry, actually one more L, Netflix. This should be on fucking Netflix, in my opinion. The only reason I say that is, is Netflix has so many great uh, films and TV series that this fits right in there whereas Amazon you're just like I don't even think about them producing good uh, shows but they're like yeah uh, we got billions upon billions upon billions of dollars and look what we can do um, the CW go have a seat Walking Dead <laughs> don't even just don't even knock on the door uh, Fox we got them I, I kind of like that but yeah mm, nah n- n- not at all Watchmen on HBO <laughs> ooh they got yeah, oof, they yeah got come with it Watchmen <laughs> on HBO I'm gonna say that one more time like what did, what did uh, Billy say to Prince you better kick ass or else yeah, they squeezing you kiddo <laughs> ooh, I know they I know they watching the, them episodes over like, oof. how much do uh, they better either be strong as hell. Or they be, can we add some more scenes? We got budget to go back and reshoot. Because <laughs> the thing they, of it, because yeah. the thing of it is, this is a really great fucking story. It's not all action. There is some story. There's there's actually a love story in there. There's a conspiracy in there. There's a revenge plot in there. There's just the day to day corporate uh, machinations going on in there. There's government. There's a, there's a lot of stories in there. And then they got some dope ass fucking action scenes. I, I, I mean, I don't want to spoil it all because when uh, episode four, where the bootleg X twenty three come on and she's kicking ass, that, that scared like, me actually, man. When 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 it got to that violence of that, I just wasn't expecting. I was like, yo, what the hell, man? Like, it's just so brutal. It's, 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 it's wild. They're not like, and I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but home. First of all, Homelander. I, I, I'm trying to figure out if there's ever been a character like, I mean, he's, I mean, I guess he's evil, but he's supposedly yes. a good guy. I'm, I, I'm just saying, I don't know if I've seen a character. Yeah, Mark, would, like you, would you kind of call him uh, the character from, Indis- was it, is it Indispensable? What is that? Irredeemable. Irredeemable. He reminded me of that kind of, that guy. Yes. 
I haven't read that book yet, but because um, it, it, it's like on the one, like, I, I, can, can we talk about the airplane scene at least? I'm only <laughs> just there, so I mean, oh, yeah, I just I, got there. <laughs> I mean, I'm but the, to, to give the listeners an idea, so this character, what's his name again? You, you just, Homeland. Homeland. He is. He would be like Super- to me Superman and Captain America. This is what Brightburn should have been. That's that's who Bright. That's what they were going for with Brightburn. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he he has all of pretty much most of Superman's powers: flight, super strength, the uh, heat vision. He can see through walls. He can superhear it. And uh, they they take so full advantage of his abilities. There, um, the special effects with him flying and landing. You see all this his power that that he's putting in on display, full suit. And then on top of that, he doesn't have a moral code. <laughs> it's like if he dies, he dies. Oh well. Um, as we saw in the first scene, um, the first scene there was some kids. They were on the street. Was it? A, was it? They, there was a. A robbery and their car stopped. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh Queen Mavi, I, I think that's how you say her name. Babe. She, babe. She comes out of nowhere, stands in front of the truck. You see the slow motion the truck wrap around her and protect the two dope. kids. That was dope. That was dope. And the, the guys get the robbers get out of there with guns and they're taking kids hostage. And she kind of just standing there like, oh, this is so cute. What the yeah, that's stupid as fuck. And out of nowhere, <laughs> this heat vision just shoots out on the gun and Damn near melts his his hand with the gun, and then High Homelander comes out of nowhere, looks at the dude, and just picks him up and just tosses him. And he's like, "Yeah, kids, you know, stay in school." Blah 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 blah. And then we see in the background the the guy just hits the hits the car, and it's just like you just killed this motherfucker. Like whatever. It's like hey, he's like they were saying he's a bad guy. You shouldn't have been doing bad guy things. Homelander. Oh man, I don't I don't know what character I've seen before like him, but even on television, let alone in comics, where I'm just like, it's like you, you think that this is a crazy motherfucker, but at the same time, you're like, God damn, he's a bad motherfucker. He don't. <laughs> and I don't. I'm not spoiling for you, Mike, but that final episode, you're gonna be like, oh man, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I, I kept I, I put it in the chat so many times. Homelander is a cold piece of work. He is. He is. It's like, he's the, I guess he's the bad guy. And I'm only saying guess because he supposedly wants to save the world, too. And he does uh, do But He wants to get that paper. That's what he wants. I, just, that's the thing. I, is it about him getting money? Because it doesn't seem like it. That's what that's uh, what that's what I like about the show because this is so kind of because the uh, Elizabeth Shoes character what is her name ah damn damn, damn, damn. Uh, Madeline Stillwell <laughs> it's amazing how wait it's amazing how she manip the machination that she's going on not only of the seven but of the government to get her because ultimately the, the the long story arc is they want her superheroes to be. Uh, part of the army. I, I, I'm not sure what the, the, the proper turn they're doing. And they need Congress to go ahead and make them a part of the army and they'll send them out and everything. And just the way it plays out, I, all I'm saying is the same people, the same way I looked at NBC and HBO for passing on Breaking Bad, the same way I look at HBO for passing on Walking Dead, I'm looking at everybody for passing on this. And I get it because it's violent. It probably is expensive. And on top of that, you know, you did, they're probably worried about it's a superhero theme show. You know, is, are we oversaturated? Can we do it good, especially in the MCU world? You guys fucked up. 
I don't know how much money Amazon is getting off of this, but God damn it. I'm glad they did it. You know, it, 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 uh, some of the aesthetics reminds me a little bit of uh, Deadpool in the terms of it has like a lot of violence in the language, but it's not done in a way where it's dark, in my opinion. Like it's, it's dark, but it's still, uh, it's not dreary. You know what like I mean? Justice like, League. Yeah, 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 yeah perfectly. Yeah. yeah, like Justice League or Batman v Superman. It's not a dreary type of thing. It's, yeah, it's you, funny too. It's like kind of funny, and and you like these characters. There's a lot of characters that are being thrown at you, and they're introducing them, and they're all like cool characters too. Like this is kind of cool. Like the dude just blew somebody's asshole apart, but it's you know what I mean. And it and it's so graphic, but at the same point, it's not played such a dark and dreary thing. It's like oh man, that was crazy. And I love how when they did it, they kind of was like, you know, you're fucked up, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's going deeper into the rabbit hole of it. You know, and it's like, man, you're getting involved with these crazy. Like uh, in the the Carl Urban character, to me, he's a great sort of classic sort of character type where he's that grizzled. He's almost like Bruce Wayne, but he's yeah. like the one that. He, but he's also Tony Stark in the sense that he's tying everything, you know, bringing everybody together, and you. And, you're learning about everything with, you know, he's sort of the, the guy who understands everything that's going on. And we get to the other characters through him, in a sense. So a lot of it, it has a lot of the very similar ways we're introduced to things, but it's just that we've never seen it like this. Like, oh, you know, the violence, ultra bloody and ultra, you know, the sex, you know, the in the beginning of that first episode, and we have the young, innocent girl coming into this world. And I already, I, I was like, Something they they about to do they about to get at her crazy, <laughs> and as I start to see what's about to happen, I'm like, wow, this this show is wild. <laughs> it, it, the other thing is, is when I saw that scene play out, I was like, okay, are they making a character study on Me Too movement? Because that was just like out of nowhere. But at the same token, it it seemed to fit. Yeah, it reminded me of Old Boy from The Watchmen. Uh, the is it the comedian? And yep. he was with that girl, and, and it was like a rape scene or something like that. It, it had that same type of feel, like, oh, welcome to the team. You know, welcome to the team, bitch. You know, you, you're going to get these, you know, you're going to get these nuts. Like, homie was, had his shit dropped. I was like, whoa, <laughs> what are you doing, bro? And I'm like, and yeah, these cats is crazy. I almost, and this may happen, or somebody, I think, posted this in the, in the spoiler, and I happened to see the headline of it. I got the feeling, I would not be surprised if Homelander, to me, I was like, this dude's probably on some other shit. Like, I can see him raping somebody or on some crazy shit. I was getting no that spoilers. vibe. Yeah, so no I was like, just getting that vibe. And I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if one of these dudes get violated out here because this show, look, it, it seems crazy like that, man. But. but back to your point as far as the characters, it's like when they said it's not going too dark, but when they introduce a character like Starlight, who's of hope and wholesome, this young, idyllic, um, value uh, young lady, they so you you kind you rooting for them and you see that okay, here's the light in this pretty dark show. Even with Huey, you feel freaking bad as hell for him. He stand up there, this this woman that he loves. And not only is she killed right in front of him, his her blood literally is on her fa his face. Yeah, that was crazy. They're like, oh well, you know, she she was in the street. <laughs> like, that like, was crazy. I was like, I'm like thinking to myself, like, nigga, and <laughs> 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 oh, 
oh bo-. and then they showed i don't know you saw you saw the video where a dude was talking about that she, about her in the street yeah. and they were laughing yeah, and you yeah, just yeah. like you just sit there like you pissed off for him but at the same token you realize he's in a bad situation but it's he's right and you you do want him to take them down you do want him to win yeah, and I'm gonna say something. That the guy who plays uh, what's the the Flash guy's name? A Train. A Train. He was the guy that was in the the, the Shaft movie yeah. uh, that just came out. The young guy. There's a quality about him that it's hard to say. I don't know if it's his acting or it's just him, the presence that he gives off. But he has such a. Uh, it's not. He's not likable to me. It's like he is likable, but he's like too corny or just like man shut the f-. there's something about him that irks me a little bit he seems like a cool dude but he comes off as sometimes so like is a sucker or something and, and even in this he was coming off that way and i don't know if that's how his character's supposed to be but then there was a part when he has to confront his girlfriend and i i saw i i see i see the, the sinister side of him a little bit and i was like you know what dude actually is probably a good actor but his presence sometimes is just so annoying or something. I don't know if it's just me, but I, he's like a a fake a fake Will Smith. You know what I'm well, saying? <laughs> but without the well, real likability of go, him or something. Well, I think you should go watch, you know, maybe go watch the first season of Survivor's Remorse. I think the way he played that character, he's a, a basketball player mm-hmm. who uh, signed the contract. I think he played in Boston and he signed the contract in Atlanta. I think you might like his performance there. I think I, I've I seen did. an episode of that show. I've only seen once. That, that, now you were making me remind me that's where I've seen him before. But yeah, I don't know. Something about him. He just, I, I don't know. I'm, I may be hating that. Now, our, our, our dearly departed friend Sean used to talk about Kevin Hart playing the same character in everything he's in. And I, I feel you. He kind of does play this. This guy Jesse T. Usher plays the same character in every film, except for Survivor's Remorse. I'd say mm-hmm. he's okay. a lot different. Okay. Um, God, uh, big sexy. Yeah, and jump in here too. Um, well, oh, the other thing I wanted to add too, the the special effects. Now I don't know if it's because Amazon has a unlimited check or what, but this shows. There's no excuse for these TV shows that have superheroes not to show some dope ass action and special effects work and the way it was shot. Like at the very beginning, that scene that you described where the Wonder Woman character jumps in front of that train or that car or whatever and it wraps around her. I've seen nothing. What what other TV superhero show got where they getting down like that? What the effects look like? That's like it was a movie or something. I can't. Like I there's can't nothing. Know. They they don't. I mean, I was just like this. There's no reason why they have to skimp on the action stuff if they 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 doing it. Well, I think, but again, like you said, they probably have a bigger check. And this, I, I mean, I don't have any facts behind the statement I'm about to make, but I'm just thinking that they, Amazon might have seen this could be a really big, um, a really big show for them. So go ahead and spend the money to make it as a good high quality. Especially when they know that Disney's coming into that streaming market, that Apple's coming into that streaming market, and they already see what Netflix is willing to spend and Netflix is putting out. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and yeah. And after this Netflix, yeah, you might I, they might go ahead and pull them, pull, go ahead and pull that Daredevil and 
<laughs> oh, them shows, man, they ain't even on this. This is it. Don't even it ain't even on the same. And again, yeah. even just the it ain't just the effects too. It's the the storytelling and the acting. Like to me, I would say it's on that level of some HBO. Like it's real. St- I love how each episode almost seems to just pick right up, kind of where it left off. And it's like just this big continuous thing. And I don't and I don't see the change in the quality at all. Like I see there's different directors, and some like that first episode. I was jam packed with a lot of stuff. But to me, still, all the other ones were still, like, high-level act. The storytelling was on point. You know, the, the different focus on the actors. I love how they brought in, uh, what's his name, Lonzo or something, the actor? Lazo Lonzo, yeah. 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 I was, I was like, Mo- okay, Mother's Milk. Yeah, Mother's Milk. <laughs> and Mother's and, Milk. And, and the, what's the other dude, Frenchie? Yeah, that's yep. what they call it. Like, I don't in, remember his name. Their interactions were hilarious to me. Like, I was like, this, okay, these... These are some good characters, man. It was funny. Like, homie was on his phone. It's like, man, you a lonely motherfucker. You, you ain't got no woman. You lonely, man. Oh, yeah, but, but I want a different woman every night. And they were just going back and forth. I was like, this is some good-ass funny banter. Like, these cats are funny, man. But, yeah. And it wasn't gratuitous over the top with the profanity, vulgarness, or any of that type of stuff. Sexual scene. There was, there's one that is gratuitous. You, you saw what happened with uh, A-Train's girlfriend, right? Oh, that was crazy, man. Oof. Oh my God! Well, I, I, I had, that, I had that was for all the ass eaters out there. <laughs> I had to turn it off. My son walked in. Oh, I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Uh, yeah, let me go ahead and move that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I haven't watched as much of it because that's you can't have. Yeah, I was listening to a headphones, but the visual is so is so out of control. You can't have kids can't see that stuff. That stuff too wild, man. Yes, indeed. You can't even explain. There's no like rational explanation. <laughs> like she's on straddling his head, and then his brain's coming out the back. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little wild. So I ain't mad at DJ Khaled no more. <laughs> I, I don't get that. He said he doesn't do that. Oh, hilarious! <laughs> and she was wild, man. I, it was so funny to me. I was like. Cause there's that first part where they show the landlord. And you know who I thought that was? I thought that was a dude from uh, Do the Right Thing, the cat that being a. Oh, wow. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his yeah, name. Yeah, I either, thought that was that dude. Sal. Like, yeah, no, I'm like, no, no Sal, son. I can't think. Of yeah, I was like, they got my man in here. But then uh, when he looked at her going up the stairs in the beginning, I was like, oh, I already know what's gonna happen because he all in her ass and, <laughs> and she owe him money. So uh, he finally came over there. He said, maybe we can work out a deal. I was like, okay, bro. And then she had to, well, they was playing cops and robbers, robbers or something. Uh, yeah. I, was, I was like, he was a fool. Well, the, the other one is the the, the, the fool translucent. Oh, He's just walking boy. around naked in the yeah, bathroom. He was wild. That shit was wild. I was just looking like, what? and then the thing about it is, is like, how do, you, how do they just let that happen? And oh, Mike, I can't wait till you see what happens with uh, Aquaman, the, the the deep. Oh, they mm. they they clown him. They really clown him. <laughs> Aquaman gets zero respect. <laughs> yeah, he's a. I could tell there's something gonna happen with him. He ah, and they, he tried to come off on some like he was the man, like just bow down and get these nuts. And, uh, you know, I'm was, second in command around here, yeah, so he you was know. Wild, man. <laughs> I was like, hey, he played the hell out of him. 
and then I saw him with his therapist. I was like, oh, he's a suck. He came to he came to old lady, the old girls. You have a minute? He's like, I'm busy right now. Well, I just want to talk to you about the ocean thing or something. She was like, man, she basically meant just stay in your lane and get the like back up a little bit. Boom, slam the door. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they clowning this cat. So he gonna do something crazy because he he got DNA. I could tell he DNA'd out, on attention. And the thing is, though, as wild as this is, it's wilder in the book. Wow, there's see, some characters that they mention in passing, but we don't see, and a couple of those characters are just woo. Lamplighter is that that's his name? There's Lamplighter. There is. Oh, there's like a Wolverine type character. Hmm. And oh yeah, he's full on. Full on out of the closet too. Oh, and <clears throat> there's and there's, and there's so many things that are coming up that again, I don't know how many seasons this is gonna go, but we're just getting started. Trust me. The, the other this, thing that's interesting is that black noir guy, because I'm I'm thinking, uh-huh. okay, I see that's an amalgamation of Batman and Snake Eyes, but uh, they yeah. haven't done much with him. Right. Do, 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 do. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. See, my, my thing is, is like I want to see what happens next, but I don't want the comic book to taint the the, the show for me. So I think I'm gonna read the first part. You know, that that uh, maybe the first volume that this season is uh, adapting, and then I'll probably wait for the next uh, the next season and then read some more. Cause yeah, I, I really don't want the comic books to spoil, spoil me. Yeah. I'm like. They, oh man, I didn't. I didn't even do it good. You know, I don't See, want that. Remind me, Big Sexies. I think I remember reading this. Was there a part in the first sort of arcs or so where they go to some sort of? I want to. It's not a camp or a resort or something. And there's like the either the superheroes are at some sort of hot tub or resort or something. Is that the boys? I'm trying to remember. And it was just it got so over the top. I kind of tapped out. Probably. Yeah, I <laughs> that was like later on, though. Okay, I, I think I think back in the geeked out days, we we're talking about this. I remember talking about. I was like, "This is old, way over." I was like, "Eh, I'm kind of." What's Garth Ennis? So you know, yeah, right what, there. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get, you know, get nuts." <laughs> but again, the only thing that I didn't care for, since we've all seen the first episode, and Mike, you've read the book, the guy playing Huey, no, no, he's kind of a. Di- it's different in the book, isn't he? He was like. Isn't, He's a little Scottish ball. Yeah, dude. I was going to say, he is actually more like um, the dude that plays his dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what would have been great for him? Uh, my man, Simon Pegg. He would have been perfect. That's his dad. Then that's what they should, they should yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And say, look, you do this. I think, now that you say that, now I remember, I think he, I think that character actually was modeled after Simon Pegg, but I think he's too old to play it now. So I think as a constellation to him, yeah, have him yeah, play the dad that. sort of as a wink to those who maybe have read the book. Because yeah, right, I was totally confused. As well. and not that Simon Pegg is this great A-list actor, but I was just like, why is he playing this little small role in his TV show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he was the original inspiration. It would be like uh, with Wanted, right? Like sort of modeled after Haley Berry and Eminem. Eminem. But uh, anyway. <laughs> I don't mean to, to, to change subject quick, but speaking of wanted, seriously, Netflix. I hope somebody is doing some opposition research and saw this series, and is like, okay, we need to get wanted on here ASAP. Seriously. Well, I mean, they got Malar, so 
Yeah, they got Milan yeah, locked I, up. I'm exclusive. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, okay, where's Wanted? Where's where the fuck is it at? Well, they got Millar's got so much other dope stuff they can put on. Uh, they, don't, <laughs> they, they don't need to rehash Wanted. They could put. Uh, he's got a number. Okay. Of crazier okay. stuff. But they told you're me right about. <laughs> okay. You're right about rehashing, but. You know what? They put out Daredevil with Ben Affleck, and they had no problem rehashing it and doing it well. Uh, Wanted had some good parts to it, but I read the comic book, and I'm like, okay, give me that. Give me that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got... You know, they, they actually got some dope stuff from Malara lined up for Netflix. If they followed through with the book, they'd, they'd be up there with uh, this Amazon show as well. Give me Wanted. And I hope they got kick-ass. The rights to kick ass too. I would doubt it. <laughs> you know, kick ass is starting to fade. Yeah. You know, this last iteration, you know, this last story was bullshit. Yeah, there's already been what two movies? Yeah, kick I'm ass is dead. coming on. It's over. I wouldn't I wouldn't re- I wouldn't redo that either. I I would go with uh yeah. shit they got um, go. Chrono Knots. That would be interesting. Prodigy. I don't know if you read that one. Prodigy is what I want to see. Yeah, that would be very, very dope. I mean, I, I, I heard they're doing American Jesus. I just actually ordered that again. That would be some shit to me. <laughs> I'd have to read that again. I read that in a while. Yeah, that one was, it was kind of a one and done, but that was a wild one. But anyway, um, all right, so let's, uh, what, what, what time are we going? Whoa, whoo, two hours deep. Go Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Scotty Pippen. Well, let me jump to this real quick. Uh, there's a, the story out about uh, Diddy, Puffy Diddy Combs, yeah. uh, dating uh, the young lady who is the daughter of Steve Harvey, uh, which, you know, okay, not that big of a deal to me. But I think the kicker of it is she is the ex-girlfriend of his, one of his younger sons. And I believe this young lady is only like 21, 22 years old. Diddy is 49. Uh, Ain't this like Jermaine and Marlon nonsense too? <laughs> well, right, they're they're the same woman, I think. Yeah, yeah, wasn't it Jackie and Randy or something like that? Yeah, so they're very similar to that. Um, Jermaine and Marlon, I think it was. Yeah, Marlon had the problem, and a lot of people were, you know, kind of, hmm? what's going on with this? Uh, I, I'll say this: it it is crazy. Uh, it's a, a young lady that your son was dating, and these are kids. Yeah, she's 22 years old. Uh, I'm curious the conversation. Well, here's two ways of looking at it. One, let's look at it from the, from her perspective, and she's not stupid, right? She, uh, I think she used to go with Trey Songs. You know, I had to do my little homework, but. She's with Trey Songs and apparently left him for Diddy's son. And I think she's been with a couple other cats, whatever. Okay. So women can date who they want to date. Dudes date multiple different people. But I'm curious of the mindset of, okay, I'm dating this dude here. And now I'm going to go ahead and date his dad. I'm, I'm curious, like, what does she think about that? Is that is that thing kind of is that funny style to her? It's like, hey, he's just another man, but it's like, yeah, but he's 
the dad of your ex-boyfriend then that'd be an interesting dynamic like uh okay son now i know she was your your girl but now she's like your stepmom nigga <laughs> i need show, show her the respect you would show you know it's like, huh but i was smashing that dad yeah but now she's like your mom now it's it's, it's a weird like, I don't know how, and maybe, again, I'm not of the lifestyle of Diddy, like, you know, balling out of control, legacy, do, doing a big, big, big Willie. He's the, he is the, you look up balling, that was, he was the guy, he's that guy. So I don't know if that's like a, a, a lesson to his son of like, of like a harsher lesson, but like, you know, uh, I got more money than you, son. Um, she chose me. <laughs> uh better that is me nigga and not the, and not somebody else <laughs> like you're gonna learn this lesson <laughs> out here in the world uh but better you learn it from me <laughs> than somebody else i love you <laughs> but i took you i took like huh like i'm curious like then does his son just like oh okay that's cool or did, was he like that i'd be make me that would make me look crazy out here or they just don't care I'm very curious how that works, man. That's just a wild sort of a way to get down, particularly when you're you're like stars or you're very known. It'd be it'd be something if if it was if we didn't know nothing about it, it'd just be some you know hillbilly type stuff. It would be ratchet behavior, like oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. old girl from the hood. Yeah, she she dated old my, my homie's dad now. Word, that's crazy. But the fact that it's like such a high level type of thing, and I, I again, I don't know Steve Harvey. I'm sure he's probably like, "Ain't this about a bit?" But you know, she grown, so she's gonna do what she want to do. But I just find it super wild. Like I'm flabbergasted by it. But hey, man, that's his. That's Diddy's family, I guess. Peter Boss. The last thing I'll say, it just goes to show you, Diddy is no joke. <laughs> like. All them stories you heard about them bad boy artists that got jack, jacked out of their money and stuff. Now he's jacking their <laughs> money. He don't care who it is. Diddy's probably like anybody can get it. I'm getting anybody. It can be these artists I sign or it could be my own goddamn kids. These niggas can get it too. I want what I want. So he's a he's a grimy cat, man. man uh, there are elves but, all around the past over here. Go ahead. You know, Looking at, let's look at everybody here. You know, <clears throat> the young lady was with Trey Songs for a moment, and then she went to, you know, Diddley Jr., and now she's with Diddley himself. You know, there are women like that in sports. There's one chick, the name is irrelevant, but she's got not one, but two baby daddies who are pro athletes. Fellas, I'm going to use an Anthony word here. Fellas, these thoughts are going to get you caught up now. So she's a thought. Yeah, I said it. Puff Diddley, bruh, come on, man. You're 49. You got more money than anybody you will ever meet personally. Why, why are you doing this, man? You know, at the end of the day, it's just coochie, which is ubiquitous, and you know where she's been. Okay, so, dude, you've got to set a better example. Steve Harvey? I'm looking at you, Mr. I got all these books and whatnot on family and all that. You raised a thought. Yeah, I said that too. Do better. 
All right, do better with your people. Wow. I'm wrong. <laughs> I mean, Steve. I don't know if you want to call her a thought. <laughs> I'll call her a thought. I mean, uh, I, I don't know if Steve did bad. I mean, they gonna think, you know, she's an adult. She's gonna choose to do what she want to do. He may give her all the opportunities in the world, but they gonna still do what they want to do. He can't force her to make, you know, he can't force her to, to not date him. I, well, I'm gonna let you finish, but I'm just to go back to Diddy real quick. That's what I'm saying. It ain't. I don't think it's about the sex with Diddy, obviously, because he could have anybody. It's probably a power thing for him, and he's probably. But well, where's the power there? Over anybody. What's he, what's he getting? Probably excluding. He's, he's showing his power over even dominance over his own family. Like he doesn't. He just sees everybody. He's got to be above everybody. That, that would be is, my take. Where is Iyama when you need her? Because this this brother's out of control. If that's if that's his his goal, man, come on, dude, do better than that. And that's the thing that just really trips me. I cannot imagine. I have a ten year old, so the numbers would be all effed up. I could not imagine dating one of his exes. No, I mean, he got that age, 20, no. 21. I just couldn't. I just could not see. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. He yeah. probably might bring a bad one up in yeah, it. That's what I'm about to say until you saw him. <laughs> the yams. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I just cannot. I just cannot separate my mind from. I'm going behind my son. Exactly. That's that's the one thing that got me. And so to, to see this, I mean, I shouldn't expect any. I mean, Diddy's a killer. <laughs> Diddy, Diddy got killers. Diddy be getting these young girls and stringing them along for five, ten years. We look at Cassie, um, Kim Porter, uh, a couple of other ones. I, J, well, no, J Lo, she did eventually leave, but still. So I, I, I get that, but it's just like, how do you look at your son's ex girlfriend and say, yeah, let me add that notch to my belt? I mean. Because, in my opinion, the um, I, I can't think of her name. The girl doesn't look bad, in my opinion. It's like, sometimes when you're young, come on, it's, it's Puff Daddy. Who wouldn't be in awe and enticed by that? But it's like, I'm looking at you like, your son is going to get clowned <laughs> pretty much for the rest of his life. Yep. Your old man took your bitch? Wow. Damn! You listening to your man smash your girl, your girl in at home? Take that! Damn. Take that! Take, nope. take that! Wait! 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 So 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 your girl is sucking your man, your dad, wow. your pop stick? Wow! Whoa! Man, I'd kill that nigga if I was you. Wow. <laughs> I, I repeat, thought. Okay, she's a thought. <laughs> that, that, that to me, that's that's the other reason why I couldn't, because I just know. That, I mean, I understand he got money, but come on, that's your pride, man. Your pride. You know he's getting clowned. Exactly. You know your son is getting clowned behind him. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> your old man, like your stroke game, that whack that your daddy got your bitch. Damn. Hey man. Damn. Well, that's what I say. Uh, now going going to the young lady. She might be the one that's really running the real game. That's a lot of people saying. Right? Because she's like, let me, let me move up the ladder. I'm going to the top bag. And Which makes her a thought. Th- th- no, I'm not, thought. I'm not really not a thought. thought. Like, she's, you know, she, she just as uh, pimp game as Diddy or any of the other ones, right? Because uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, let her, let, let her mess around and get pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Diddy, now, nah, she'd she be straight. Viral. 
and it might be the game plan. <laughs> I wouldn't be. I mean, we see that all the time. So Diddy would be the fool here. Diddy got four baby mamas. So yeah, come on. He's gonna have to cut. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to break bread. And I mean, let's see. My thing is, you forty nine years old. She's twenty two. What? What do y'all talk about? How do you relate? You and you're Diddy. You're you're a CEO. You're pulling seven hundred million a year. You've been, you know, you're an older dude. You've been in. You're you're on a whole other level. Let's see, young lady, barely. I don't know if she graduated college or she ain't really did nothing yet. So has she done anything? That's what I'm saying. Like, what is the conversation about it? Because I don't see how he's able to relate to that other than some physical thing. Uh, what's she really bringing to you? You know what I mean? What is she speaking into your your life that you're so, man, I'm, I could see my maybe that's just a young energy I'm attracted to. That. Okay, but you're willing to jeopardize legacy over this you 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 label you're 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 putting your son in a position that he may resent you forever you might be half handing her half of the bag for forever (laughs) and then she might be she might leave you for the next one and and when she walked away with a baby or something like oh well you i'm coming my jacks so I don't really understand. Like I was gonna say, she might be the one, really the smart one. Actually, yeah, I got his son, got him hooked. Maybe it was a plan all along. I was gonna throw it in front of his dad, and let him see what he's not getting. Let me bag this old buster. He thinks he's daddy. He thinks he's running <laughs> gang. Let me put this little thing. He's suck. He's, he's the ultimate mark. So I don't know. It's a crazy situation. Maybe. Now I'm clowning, but maybe Steve. Well, maybe her mom was it Laura Hardy. Go peep uh, the mom is Marjorie. Go go peep the mom's pedigree and her her track record. Right, mom went from dope boy to dope boy to Steve Harvey. Mom ain't stupid. She always stayed late. She always got with the cat who could break. You know. Got with dope dude. Some of them do try to. Some of them got casters trying to snitch on her to the feds to say she was part of the drug game. Maybe the moms put her her daughter up on games. Like, let me show you how to let's get these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> this, now, how, I, I, this is how we do. You, you better go for the top where you get that bag. Go ahead and put that stuff on him. Now, now I will say this. I'm looking at pictures of uh, Lori Harvey. That's a beautiful woman. I can't lie on at all. Now, and uh, one of the bigger jokes was, is like, Steve can't be mad. She told her, act like a lady, think like a man. There you go. There Get you go. <laughs> there you go. I don't, mm-hmm. you never know, man. I just, to me, Diddy, man, smarten up, bro. Better be sure. And people yeah, talking about beautiful. Steve Harvey gonna get at Diddy. I'm, in my head, I'm looking like about what? <laughs> you don't get at about nothing. It's like, I mean, what you gonna say, man? You all forgetting with my younger daughter? First of all, are y'all friends? If y'all friends, I might be able to be upset about it. But other than that, it's like, dude, she a grown woman. He sounds like Eddie Murphy, like a company trying to get Eddie Murphy. That's what he's gonna sound like. Mm. I mean, I can see. I could see Steve's point 
just on some man to man stuff. But again, you know, because that's his daughter, he's gonna feel a certain way about it. But at the end of the, unfortunately, at the end of the day, she's gonna choose to do what she want to do, and and you and, and you just know that Diddy probably ain't even about shit, man. Like he he don't care about no. Ba- if he could do his own son dirty, you really think he care about what you think? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, man, dude, and, and that's, wrong. and I don't know. That's, that, it, I, I don't know if we. I'm probably reiterating this point, but it's like that's the, your kids are your legacy. They're your legacy, and now, right now, people are thinking you are you a cold piece of work. You're an asshole because you did this to your child. I said that's that's Pete Diddy, baby. Go and get that cheesecake. Take that walk. He's a cold piece of work. <laughs> but we should already have known that. You know, so. Yeah, he was on family and he's safe. He's heartless. He's a, that's Dirty Mac. Yep. That's Dirty <laughs> Dirty Parody <laughs> Mac. What, what's my man's name off of uh, Empire? Lucius Lyon? There he is. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, man. Well, anyway, yeah, so there's, there's Diddy's story. That's just sad that that has to be out there like that, but it is what it is. Uh, real quick, you brought up uh, Scotty Pippen. Yeah, at the other end of the Mac game. <laughs> <laughs> this must be good because Mark dying last <laughs> Scotty Pippen, six-time NBA champion with the legendary Chicago Bills of the nine Chicago Bulls, excuse me, of the nineties, apparently is being sued by a former, shall we say, side piece from back in the late 80s, mid-90s, she wants reimbursement for all the plane fare that she bought to go get with him on these various road trips. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) This is from the 90s. Okay, Okay, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. So she was the side chick, but she paid her own what? Yeah. You game goofy right there. <laughs> yeah, like, does she have a rece- How do you come with a lawsuit in t- 2019 over something like that? And I, apparently it's less than $10,000, I, yeah. I saw. It's just chump change. So yes. petty, man. God. God, petty court. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, at least Scotty Pippen was low-key smart. He wasn't leaving the paper trail. Yeah, I mean, how does she prove? I'm curious how, how she would prove this, I guess. Like ah, and why would isn't it like no, I guess no statute of limitations or something like that? Fly, fly me out, statute of limitations. <laughs> like what? The thing, uh, but the thing is, he never flew around. She was on her own. Right. And she probably pulled the. I'm coming out to Milwaukee. Uh, whatever, baby. Wow. And she, she wait, up. Yeah, well, she was waiting. I mean, what prompted her to do? I never did get that ten grand on that nigga. I'm, huh? I, <laughs> yeah. Twenty thirty years up? ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> I want to see what she looked like. Just, uh, Fellas, petty, again, let's be let's be smart about this. There's always <clears throat> always a uh, you know some type of little booby trap in there somewhere. That's you, crazy. You go get your goodies now, and 10, 20 years down the line, I'm suing you for what? I want play fair. You better get out of Southwest and get out my face. Charge that to the game, sis. <laughs> at least hit me five years from then at that point, but not don't come at me 20-some years later. 
wow. She probably was trying to get at him. And he was like, man, if you don't get the hell up out of here, well, I'm going to expose you. Here's, here's the email address of the shade room. Go ahead. <laughs> supposed to hurt me? <laughs> don't give a fuck. It's like, I ain't even married to that woman anymore. Yeah, like, yeah, like what's I supposed to do? It's 10 G. You're probably going to spend more on attorney fees and everything else. Get the hell up out of here. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, last thing. Last thing. Uh, I'm curious, and I don't know if I'm being insensitive, because I see that I saw this on Twitter. People were saying, oh, you have to watch this. It's so moving. A uh, gentleman by the name of Victor Blackwell, he's a, a, he's a reporter on CNN. I've seen him, you know, I've seen clips of, his many, of him many a times. Apparently there's some, uh, or Trump posted on Twitter today or last night or something, and he was kind of going in on, like, was it West Baltimore? And yeah. uh, it, it was a, some other congressman he was kind of getting at, uh, Representative Elijah Cummings as a Democrat and I guess he was saying, you know, he was, you know, he was using some crazy language, you know, this very dangerous and filthy place and this rat infested. You know, it was uh, uh, racist rhetoric, you know, coded language as what they do, you know, so the same, just just same old standard Trump bullshit type stuff. But and, and so I'm not even tripping on that because that's, that's how they get down. But um the Victor Blackwell, he was talking about this on CNN and I was watching this thing because people say you should check this out. And my man started getting emotional. Like, I guess he's from that area. You know, and he was like, he was kind of like, is he going to start crying? And he was like, you know, and I was like, man, and I was just trying to understand. I was like, you on TV crying over a tweet? And again, I don't know if I'm being insensitive, so I'm, that's why I'm asking. Like, but I just don't understand. Like, unless my man came out, I don't know what would get me to cry over somebody's words on Twitter or like in a Discord chat or something. Like, uh, but I don't understand. Like, why? You know, I'm talking about African American men right now in 2019. What? What do we get? And I'm not saying we don't show emotions, but I guess I'm questioning why would you be so emotional over the words of some white dude on Twitter? Yeah, he's the president of the United States, but he's not even addressing you personally. And even if he was crying about it on national TV, is that supposed to? Well, first of all, it, it ain't going to make them feel no remorse. They could give a fuck about you crying. They probably want you to cry on TV. But I don't understand, like, what? purpose of why is it such a trigger uh at this point in the game like i was trying to understand why was he crying i was actually more offended by him crying on tv than anything that trump could have said in that twitter trump could have literally said the n-word wow and i would have been like but why you but why would i cry over that you know what i'm saying like i i expect them to say that even if i didn't expect them you think I'm going to let this man's words get me crying on TV? Like, for what? I just don't understand what that accomplishes. Is it just to show? But again, I'm not saying we can't show emotion. I'm just curious why it triggers the emotion. Like, words. Like, if we crying over tweets, 
we probably need to stay off of so first we need to stay off of social media and like question why we well then why would you go on TV? You're the newsman, you crying over I just I'm boggled my mind is boggled. Somebody help me out. Like am Pooh, what am I being too harsh? Nah, cause I just watched it. <clears throat> to me, I think he was trying for a moment. I mean, that doesn't make it better. But it, to me, it looked like he was trying for a moment. Like, you know, I love my country, my city so much. And this is just so despicable. He's trying. He's clout chasing. There you go. Okay. He, he was clout chasing off of Trump. He figured if, you know, he repudiates. I think that's the word. Yeah. Repudiates uh, Trump's actions and then show real genuine emotion by, you know, choking up and almost tearing that he's going to go viral. And, you know, well, you know, there it is. He's kind of going viral by cloud chasing. But I, I kind of agree with you. Now is not the time to be crying over some tweets. Now is I mean, at I didn't finish it, but at the end of that of that segment, did he say, you know, election is November 8th, 2020. Um, make sure you register to vote. People in Baltimore, this is what he thinks about you. Um, um, show that you don't you don't like this by making sure you, you go get registered and you go get your friends registered so that uh, Baltimore area can be blue and he gets, hopefully he gets um, voted out of office. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, getting crying... That's what, and I say the same thing about all these uh, these political game bangers on Facebook and Twitter and whatnot. All this emotional rhetoric with no tangible action plan means shit. This dude being choked up and being emotional about the words of Trump with no tangible action plan to follow up this emotional, you know, crying doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, man. I like I said, I'm trying to get the benefit. Or I, again, I can admit that I'll take the L. If Mike, you're being too harsh. You know, I get. I just I don't know, man. I'm just I didn't. I was a little disturbed, but I didn't see why the brother had to be doing that. But now, when you say it's cloud chasing, I can see that. So, okay, DNA. He's trying to get his little shot, but I don't know. It, it don't work for me. I guess maybe it works for other people but I, I'm so put off by seeing us on TV crying because I don't I, I just don't get that if I was on the street and some white person says something to me you think I'm gonna sit there <laughs> I'm an American and I'm black huh? <laughs> is he supposed to oh I'm so sorry I don't need their approval first of all I'm giving that much power their words don't mean nothing to me like I just I don't understand but again that's me big sexy I'm looking at the quote or the tweet now. I'm looking at the highlighted portion. Uh, you know, Trump was talking about Congressman Cummings' district. Said it's disgusting, rotten, rodent-infested mess. Blah blah blah. Dangerous and filthy place. Nobody wants to live there. Okay, fine. Let's stop a moment. We've all seen The Wire, which was set in real unpleasant part- parts of Baltimore. So it's not like it ain't there. Now, <clears throat> how Congressman Cumming wants to address that, dude, family business. You know, like Mike said, get out there, you know, do what you need to do for your constituents and get it popping. Don't let it, <clears throat> don't let Trump's, you know, nonsense get at you. And the thing is, the person who was getting all upset isn't Congressman Cumming. It's the commentator 
on CNN. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, this ain't got shit to do with you. And you're getting all, you know, Jermaine stopped teasing. Come on, man. And you, I'm, you, yeah. You sucker, man. And I'm not, I don't want to disparage this brother, Mr. Blackwells. I've seen other stuff. He's not a good dude. Like, he's a strong, not saying he's strong not a good cat. Dude. Yeah, I just, I just maybe, I would say, don't, you shouldn't do that, man. Like, that's what that's, they want you to do. away, bro. They want you to be on there crying. I guarantee you. That's they real, they want to break you. <laughs> and if they can that's do that, we're breaking them down, though. Well, no, he I'm is. saying they, they want, but they want a reaction like that. They want you to be triggered. And, and they want it's you like, to be on there. <laughs> but it's like, he's not even, his tears don't mean shit. That's what now, I'm saying. They broke don't. down Congressman Cumming. Okay, fine. That's who your target was. Fine. But this guy is just watching. He's just watching the whole thing unfold. And he gets all, you know, in his feelings. Man, whatever, man. Come and that's what CNN wants you to do that, too. I guarantee um, accomplished. they want the Don Lemons. <laughs> they want the what's the old girl? The she's from Seattle too. Uh, Light skinned chick, uh, Angela Rye. They want them on their crime. They Jeez. they want them to be triggered. I am I am a black woman. You don't talk to me like that. <sighs> they they want that because <laughs> they rather have you acting out. All emotional or crying and carrying on. That that's how they know they got you. But I'm saying, man, first of all, we should just be on there and say what we got to say and we gotta be all over exaggerated. Just handle bit I mean, I just don't understand how that benefits you we, we gotta stop all that and unnecessary crying and shit. That shit is over. And it's over over tweets? Exactly. Man, if you don't get off of social media. <laughs> now, Mr. Cummings, you know, since he's from, apparently, that's his area, he ought to just get real with it. Say, all right, Mr. President, come see me in these streets, you and me. Let's right. talk about it, man to man. Right. He would shut right up. <laughs> okay, that would be that. I guarantee you're not going to see Trump on there crying. No. <laughs> no. Russians say it. <laughs> He said he didn't do it, but I know he did. You you don't never show me the clips where you show them on there crying, all emotional about the Lord. <laughs> they be on some. We are not standing for this. We'll take care of it. You know they be they don't do. They'll get on talking greasy on Twitter, but they don't. You don't see them in there crying. They might be shouting, getting some arguing match on the Senate, but you ain't gonna see them in. There. <laughs> Uh, wasn't Angela Rye on there crying? <laughs> sit, sit down. I'm not going to say stop it. Stop it. Stop all that, man. <clears throat> we got to stop that shit. And the same uh, thing when they be having them them viral videos where they, he called me a neck. They called the police on me. Why they called the police on me? I didn't do nothing. I came in here shopping. I'm like, everybody. Stop. <laughs> what the fuck are you crying for? I don't know. What's they supposed to say? They going to have sympathy all of a sudden? They laughing at you. That's how they break you. They don't, so I don't, we got to stop. I'm across the board. Are you calling the cops? I, right I, ahead. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> Go ahead. Right ahead. But you goes, why are you calling the cops? I pay my taxes. You're going to black. What? 
That's that's the new buck dance, in my opinion. Stop it. Yep. That's the new <laughs> buck. That's just the new version of that. They, 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 they don't move them. <laughs> they actually laugh at that. So we should stop that. Because we, we letting them trigger us. That ain't the play no more. So, I, I man, come on, bro. Victor Blackwell, come on, bro. You're better come than on, that. Come on, man. Yeah, man. You, you're supposed to be re representing us. You're on the TV. So we can't be up there crying. And now it'd be different if it was something like my family member got hurt or we missed this brother, this person. But because because he's doing racist talk on Twitter, that's their get down anyway. Like, I, that's why I'm going to say this. That's why I'm on one hand, I'm glad he's president because he's putting on. They would have normally said it in the background. And, and because they didn't say it to our faces, we we didn't have to deal with it. But now they're out front with it. And see how we acting? Don't be shocked. <laughs> they was, they've been saying that. This ain't nothing new. The racism didn't just start. They've been going in. Now they just they feel beholden, because it's Trump, to tell you to your face. What that lady say? I'll call him a nigga again. Yep. Been calling you <laughs> niggas. That just, now you know who you're dealing with. So we can either get on code and get clicked up and get busy, or we can act like this stuff didn't exist because they, they was too scared to put it on front street. They're just not scared to put it on front street. I would prefer them so we know exactly who we're dealing with. But now that we see what we're dealing with, that don't mean we need to cower and start crying and freak out. Fool, that's what they've been doing. Now you can act accordingly and, and cut people off. And, you know, oh, is that how you, oh, I see how you get, now I know how you get down. Cool, get up out of here, man. Here's something else I'll say. <clears throat> Can either one of you tell me the last time um, oppressors stopped oppressing people because they saw them crying? Yeah, that's what I'm, exactly. <laughs> I've, I don't I don't recall that. I don't recall the oppressor seeing their their oppressed people crying and saying, you know what? Let me stop calling them niggers. You know what? Let me stop treating them like they're not human beings. You know what? Let me stop Jim Crow. Let me stop. Uh, you can even take it to India and South Africa. Let me let me stop apartheid. They're out there crying. This is really affecting them. They're crying. I'm going to stop a change. Yeah, they ain't got no sympathy for you. Only They only may only respond to the pocketbook takedown. That's, and some of them will take a loss, but that's where you, that's where you, economic power, then you'll get the attention. Then, it, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Can't call them that no more. We ain't making no money off this. They 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 done changed up. That other than that, damn. They they want you to be out there crying. Lord, ah, I was a Selma. I'm never gonna look at. <laughs> I'm never gonna look at John Lewis the same way. God damn it, Tariq. I know, right. He's one of our elders, and now he got me like, like I'm like, okay, how long is it going to be before he talked about that ass with us? Yeah, stop it. And so enough, I'm like, there it is. Take your drink. Take your shot. Um, yeah, this is uh, the uh, Biden campaign. Can we book? Uh, what's up? What's his name? <laughs> what's the Congress? What's the guy's name again? John Lewis. Yeah, can we book uh, John Lewis? Uh, our, he's has one of one of the speakers. They know exactly what you're going to do when you get I was um, standing next to Martin. I was, uh, yeah. 
Stop. Anyway, I ain't going down that road. But yeah, I just saw that. I was just very curious. I'm curious to hear what you guys think about this. Again, and let me know if I'm wrong. Mike, you you way over. You, you're going too far on it. Mike, have some sympathy. Then I can take that. But I'm just I'm just starting a conversation. I'm I'm bewildered by it. That's just my own personal take. Uh, with that, man, we're gonna wrap. We gotta wrap this up. Uh, we're gonna get up out of here. Um, before we do, we want to thank everybody who's listening to us and, and uh, sharing these uh, podcasts and all that good stuff. Please, let's keep it going. Check us out at podcastjuice.net. Also on Facebook, Podcast Juice and Twitter. Uh, so all that good stuff. Aunt Pooh, where can they find you online? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Aunt Pooh. Follow me. I need the new followers, sir. All right. Big sexy and sack. Where, where are we? Uh, I know you've been posting pictures of your uh, re- adventures in the restaurants and stuff. Yeah, I'm out there getting my dining on and doing research on a on a Jimmy Jam Terry Lewis deep dive. I've been working on. Uh, I can still be found found at the usual haunts over at uh, Facebook under Mark Wiggins, Instagram under Mark Wiggins two, and Twitter WSE Mark. All right, now I just I just found the picture of the the young lady suing Scotty Pippen, looking like somebody's mama. You need to be too old for that. Stop <laughs> it! Stop it! Rent you ain't need a rent check or something. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you already know. Work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.